2: 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 6 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 2, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's
3: go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey,
4: good morning and welcome to the pre show. It is Wednesday, July 20th, 5.30. Thank you all for getting up early with us this half hour before the official show is for you. This is where we all get together since we're all up early together. Want to shout out everyone who is up and checking in. You can check in a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM or you can text us at 702-364-9400. Tweeting us this morning is Martin. Mike is checking in. So is John Michelle listening this morning. Also checking in on our studio and text line this morning. We have Richter. and Sarah. We have Raul, Jan, Lance, Melissa, and Francis. Buckeye Bob, uh, Luke. The Texas Moore family is listening this morning. So thank you guys so much for that. How you doing? Hey, how are you this morning? I am doing well. Hey. How are you?
3: Well,
5: Mercedes and I already had a little text exchange uh, this morning. Uh, you use I can tell you use Siri, so you were not texting and driving. And and I was pulled over at the moment when you sent me a text message as well.
4: Well, I actually sent that before, but it didn't get to you until after you got pulled over. Yeah, it arrived as as the, uh, so I, I got
5: pulled over this morning, get on the 215, and I'm driving, I think we're approaching Town Center, I see you on the right, I'm like, I'm going to pass Mercedes, and I pass you, and I keep going, and I'm in the far left lane, there's a car going really slow, and as I'm getting closer and closer to that car in the far left lane, I see, I'm like, ah, there's a, a highway patrol in a pickup truck. And I'm like, oh, he's rear radar. He's going to get me. And sure enough, boop, lights go on. And as soon as the lights go on and I start to pull over, that's when my phone went off. I'm like Mercedes is sending me a message. And yours was just giving me a heads up that you saw the cop.
4: Yeah. So what what happened on my end is, uh, you know, I'm driving and I see up in the distance on the side of the road that there is a cop on the side of the road with the lights on. Uh And I just kind of make a mental note of it. And then I see the lights turn off and I see him get back on. The, the the freeway yeah so then i see you zoom past me uh-huh. and i was like uh-oh so yeah i don't want to text and drive so i'm talking into my watch i'm like hey siri text jc and and i'm like there's a cop ahead of you slow down and and it's like then it's sent and then i'm watching the lights turn on you right there and i'm like no, it's not JC. It's not JC. And then I see you pull over. I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh, it, di- it didn't make it to him in time. Well, oh. I, I was kind of
5: happy with the text message because, you know, all these things run through your mind as you get pulled over. And the first thing that runs through my mind is, Oh, I'm going to be late for work. And I, I don't want to be late for work. And as I'm pulling over, the phone goes off and I see you and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm covered. She's, she sees what's happening.
4: Oh, yeah. I don't text I, back. I, I saw everything that was happening. I just, oh, man, I, I wish I was like five seconds earlier. <laughs> Maybe it would. Did you get a ticket?
5: i did get a ticket i did get a ticket (laughs) and it's so funny it's like you run through these things in your mind i was leaving the house and uh there were two articles of clothing um like the way our house is set up there's like a banister upstairs and if we have clothes that you need to hang out to dry, we just kind of throw them over the banister and as i'm leaving the upstairs bathroom laura's already gone to the barn i see i've got a shirt hanging over the banister and laura's got a pair of pants i said you know what let me just throw that shirt in my closet and fold those pair of pants for her. So I did that. That's maybe, what, 30 seconds? So I start going through my mind. Like, if I didn't do that this mm-hmm. morning, 30 seconds, I would have made a different spot on the 215. I would have caught a stoplight. But you know what? I got a ticket, and and, I, and I also if it. you
4: wouldn't have sped, you wouldn't have got a ticket. I know.
5: <laughs> you got to go back to that. If Mercedes. you want to go no. back to that, let's find every other reason why <laughs> I'm I got joking. pulled I was
4: just joking. I felt really bad. I wished I I got to you in
5: time. No, it's it's. It, I mean, please thank you for the message that you sent. And, you know, and I was I was speeding, and and I don't try to. Oh, officer, I'm so. I just you know, hey, I'm I'm sorry, officer. I was speeding, and he's like, yeah, you know how fast you were going, and he told me, and and uh, he, he no leniency you know he's
4: like i'm not i I, i'm not up this (laughs) early just for my health i'm gonna get a ticket out of
5: this (laughs) he came back he's like i clocked you at this speed and i wrote you a ticket at this speed i'm like all right thank you oh he
4: didn't even give you a break like the other guy no oh dang the other
5: guy didn't give me a break
4: Oh, I thought you said that you were 104, and he wrote you for 102. He,
5: he clocked me at 102. He didn't. He so there must have been a two oh, mile per hour. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I, when okay. I when I noticed him,
4: I was doing 104, oh.
5: but he clocked me at 102. So I had I had that split second to slow down by two miles per hour. This officer rear, rear radar caught me, and uh, no leniency. <laughs>
4: Well, you know, what can you do? I, you know, I, just, exactly. I felt you know, bad. I felt bad. You live fast. <laughs> you pay fast fines. I, I don't know. I think the fact that you got two tickets in one week, maybe should be an indicator that it's time to slow uh, down.
5: <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the text message from my mom. I know. I know. I'm I wasn't going to say
4: it. anything. I really wasn't. That's why I waited for you to say something. Cause I was like, I'm not going to say, <laughs> I'm not going to expose him. I'm going to go on like it's a regular day. And if he wants to bring it up, he can bring it up.
5: And then also too, as I'm pulling over there in the, 2.15, so I th- it was right, right around Town, town Center. It might have been just like I passed underneath Town Center. Huala, but you passed it under Hualapai, wherever it was. As I'm pulling over to the side of the road, there was something on the side of the road that I hit as I'm pulling over. Oh, damn. Because under of my car is like... Ugh! And, and and as the the officer gave me the ticket I'm like, hey, can I get out and look under my car Because as, I was just pulling over I, There was something on the side of the road that I hit Is the guy I ran over to It was a piece of plastic, you're fine I'm like, alright
4: <laughs> Don't get out <laughs> Don't get out, just go on with your wife, my son Oh, uh, well
5: like, He's a super nice officer, he was cool dude <laughs>
4: Well, not super nice. I mean, he didn't give you a break.
5: <laughs> I know. I was. Expect- I really was. I'm doing the math in my head. Like, this didn't come back as nothing. He's gonna be cool. You know. <laughs> Can gonna- you say how fast you were going? or Would you rather not? Yeah, we'll save it for later. <laughs> oh God! It wasn't that bad. Well,
2: I know how it fast I was going. How fast were you and going? You
5: zoomed past fast me. You- I was
4: going seventy-two. You? You were going seventy-two? Yeah. And oh. then I, when I saw that whole thing go down, I was like, 64!
5: <laughs> Anyone on the 215 in that west side of town that saw me pulled over, you're welcome. You all slowed down because of me. I, that was my way of doing a public service announcement. Well, you did. You did. So,
4: but I knew he was there in the first place. I just didn't know he was running rear radar. I, I was. That's why I was like, slow down, because you're going to pass him, and then he's going to get you.
5: I, I honestly have to thank the, the car that was in the far left lane that was driving super slow, because I think if that car wasn't there... I would, yeah, I would, because there was a car in the far left lane and the officer was in the lane over. And if that car wasn't there, I would have, you know, I could have easily <sighs> yeah. <could've> been worse. <laughs> so-, so thank you, slow driver in the far left lane.
4: Hey, become a slow driver, JC. Join the club. It's not that bad. You just get to places a little later than usual.
5: I just, I mean, if I leave earlier, I'm just going to start doing cruise control. I did that all the time. My Mustang, I did cruise control all the time. I get on the 215. I would set it at 74, knowing what's the rule under, uh, under ten, you're fine. Over whatever the rule is that the officers look at, I would do like 73, 74. I need to go back to using cruise control.
4: I would just do sixty five for a while. <laughs> I would just do the speed limit and not and come up with these little rhymes to justify it. Just, just for a while, so you, you know, you don't want your license revoked. <laughs> Officer pulls me over. to got faster. We're going under nine. I'm fine. Over ten, look out. Yeah, that's that's not going to work. But I'm just glad you're okay. I'm bummed for you, but you know, you have a great attitude about it. Did your mom text you yet? <laughs> just. 65 instead of coming up with nursery rhymes. Yeah, exactly. It works. That's what that's what I do. I went over today and I was like, Ooh, I'm living dangerously. This is weird. I need to get a
5: slow car. It's like, the car is almost 500 horsepower. I need to get a slower car. Yeah. It, a commuter to the office.
4: I, or, yeah, take a scooter or something. <laughs> There's that little bike path you can get on the you know, scooter. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah,
5: I might be forced that way. Uh, you and
4: I might be carpooling pretty soon. Uh, what? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's time for the pre-show you pick up. <laughs> Just <laughs> imagine that car ride. Both no, grumpy stumps a.m. Not, not picking you up. I'm sorry. I'm I not love you. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I would pick you up anytime, anywhere. All right, let's do oh, this. Duly noted. I would. I, I would. You, would. you yeah. know, I would. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get the show started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "King of Wishful Thinking" by Go West? To hear a rockefeller skank by fatboy slim
3: out
4: or do you want to hear goodies by
2: sierra I
4: Those are your choices. All you have to do is get your votes in now at 702-364-9400. You can also vote on our Facebook page, or you can tweet us your vote at Mercedes in the AM. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
3: Or would we? Let's go. Time for
5: the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The chain smokers are going to be the first musicians to perform on the edge of space. This is going to happen in 2024. A private company called Worldview will send them into the stratosphere, about 23 miles above Earth. To put it in perspective, space begins at about 62 miles. So the Worldview CEO asked them to take part in one of the first flights because his son is a fan. And they said, sure, let's do it. A Worldview flight costs around $50,000 that's far less than the whole Jeff Bezos Blue Origin setup. His is twenty eight million dollars, but you technically don't go into space with this one. Passengers, it's kind of it looks like a cool thing. It, it's like a hot air balloon almost. It's this capsule and this huge like balloon that lifts you up. They say each ride is between six and twelve hours long.
4: A lot of people are obsessed with like doing that. I have no interest whatsoever. Like I'm fine staying here on our planet. <laughs> like I don't need to go. I, I, I I'll see the pictures. It's fine. <laughs> That's good enough for me.
5: You want to do this one where you go straight in the. The capsule looks cool. You can kind of hang out. There's a bar. You can get up. You're not stuck like like an astronaut. You can move around in this thing. Would you want it? You just, you're going straight up? And coming straight down.
4: Nah, uh, I'm good. I'll do that on an elevator.
5: <laughs> Elevators are just fine, right? I,
4: I, I'm good with that. <laughs>
5: what happens if you're in this balloon thing? You get up, there's a big gust of wind. Next thing you know, you're, you're clear across the continent.
4: Yeah, that's true. Uh, that, <laughs> you you got to account for those factors. Yeah, too. hot air
5: balloons are tricky. Justin Bieber, this is great news. Remember his, his face, the whole thing that was going on? It's, everything seems to be getting back to normal because he's going back on tour. It was just last month he was diagnosed with Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which caused half his face to become paralyzed. It was a serious issue, but he announced Tuesday that his Justice World Tour starts up again on the 31st at a festival in Italy, so he did have to postpone his Vegas shows and a bunch of other dates. There's no word yet on when those U.S. dates that he postponed will be rescheduled, but looks like he's back up and running and back hitting the road at the end of the month.
4: That's good to know, because that was some scary stuff that was happening with him, so I'm really glad he's doing better. Yeah, it's great
5: news. This is, this is a bummer. The ACMs are leaving Las Vegas. They announced that the 58th Academy of Country Music Awards will be happening May 11th at the Dallas Cowboys practice facility. It's called the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas. We can still watch it on Amazon Prime, but we're losing an award show. That's a bummer.
4: You know, they'll be back just just like uh, everyone else. They'll realize that, oh... Man, Vegas is a great place to have an award show. Man, Vegas is great for entertainment. They'll be back. Mark my words. This date, July 20th, 5.53 a.m. They'll be Save back.
5: Save it. <laughs> go about three months and they'll email Mercedes.
4: Hey. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> How are you doing? What's
5: new out there? <laughs> Has my position been filled?
4: Yeah. Is there, uh, <laughs> is there anyone looking for an award show out there?
5: Any What's way? new? Speaking of award shows, the 2022 ESPYs are tonight, 8 o'clock on ABC. No Golden Knights, no Raiders, no Aces have been nominated for anything this year. I was looking at the nominations. No Broncos. No Cowboys, but you do have one of your Yankees. Aaron Judge is up for best MLB player.
4: And he might win, maybe. Is he kind of the favorite? Oh, gosh. Well, I don't know who else is nominated in that category.
5: That's the the Vegas connection comes into play. I know that Bryce Harper is nominated for uh, that category mm-hmm. as well. So you got to pick one, Mercedes. Bryce Harper, he's a fan of yours, fan of the show, or Aaron Judge, star of your favorite baseball team ever.
4: Oh, man. <sighs> Do I know who the other one... Is that Otani guy nominated? Because I feel like he might be
5: Yeah I, contender. Yeah, I, I feel so. What's his last name? Start That's his, name? his last name, oh, Otani. Yeah, yeah. Shohei Otani. Yes, he, yes, that person's nominated, I yes. feel like
4: he may take it from both. He's really good. Is he good? Yeah.
5: How did, uh, did you watch the, the, because the All-Star game was last night, wasn't it? Yeah,
4: I watched a a good part of it. I mean, I wasn't watching the whole thing. I didn't see the end, so I don't know who won. Don't
5: (laughs) ask. I have no clue. I think the American League won. Okay, did they? I think so. Have you ever gone to the ER for an unusual reason?
4: Um... I had a bad reaction to fish, and I I drove myself there, and they gave me a gigantic shot, and it just it was the coldest shot. I was like shivering afterwards. Really? Yeah, that was the, the weirdest thing for, for me. Well, Why?
5: Well, you're kind of like Chrissy Teigen here. There's there's a list of celebrities that went to the ER for unusual reasons. Chrissy Teigen she bit into a what she called a suspicious orange, and her lips swelled up due to an allergic reaction, so she went to the ER. Demi Lovato she cut her forehead open with a healing crystal, so because of that she went to the ER. Zac Efron slipped on a puddle outside of his house and broke his jaw. Oh, my gosh. That was 10 years ago. He went to the ER. This one, I, I, I can't. I'm try, I'm, I read it. I'm trying to figure out how it happens. Halsey loading the dishwasher when someone slammed her ankle into the open door and fractured. Okay, so the door was open and someone pushed her. Gotcha. I'm thinking her foot was stuck in, like, her <laughs> foot was inside the washer and they shut it. And That's how it got busted, but bless excuse
4: you. Excuse me, excuse me, yes. She got pushed
5: into the dishwasher.
4: Oh my gosh, That's that sounds like, what was that? Uh, that fairy tale where they pushed the witch into the oven when it was open? <laughs> yes. Hansel and Gretel. Yes, <laughs> they put Halsey the in the dishwasher. In the dishwasher.
5: <laughs> A little more dirt
4: coming up in the 7 o'clock hour.
3: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
5: 1660. And
3: now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC.
5: Hello, hello. Good morning. It's Mercedes in the morning on this Wednesday morning. Oh. Here we are, baby. <laughs> switching over. She was sorry recording.
4: about that. I was recording something. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What time is it? It's 6 o'clock.
5: We normally do two songs right there. We just had one song. Oh, take us that's the why day. I yeah. was
4: totally messed up. Musically, I am so you're, yeah, sorry. you're fine. Oh, how are you?
5: <laughs> I, I should have looked up because I, I normally turn the microphones on about 10 seconds before we start, and I did, and I heard you finishing up a, a spot over there, but I figured, I looked up, like, I looks like she's just, she's ready to go, and uh, the show started.
4: But. I was not ready. I have really <laughs> apologize. That was bad, a uh, bad form on my part. How you you doing this? Well, we know how you're doing. How are you doing this morning?
5: I, I, I am good. If you missed the pre-show, I got pulled over this morning. Mercedes was witness to my speeding ticket that I got this morning.
4: I tried to evo- I, I tried to help him avoid it. He I did. gave him a heads up. I was like, well, slow down. There's someone in, it in front of you. But, you know, I'm talking into my watch trying to send the text. And uh, I'm glad it sent properly because I was worried that it was going to change it to something else that would not make any sense. But it didn't matter anyway because you didn't get it in time.
5: Yeah, I got pulled over. I, 84 is what I got. 84 and a 65. <sighs> I know, and no, no leniency because they pulled out. The, the cop came up, super nice guy, and you know, he said, "I get rear radar. I got you going eighty four behind me." I'm like, okay, officer, give them the information and everything. And I don't grab anything until they're there. I'm like, hey, the, the registration, of the glove box, my license is somewhere in my bag. They're going like, to get your stuff. And he came back and he says, as I said, um, I collected 84. And that's what I wrote you up at. Oh. Like,
4: oh. So your day hasn't started off great, but you have a great attitude about it. I will say that. You know, I, would, I would be like, Bleh. I would be so crabby right now.
5: We had some great laughs over it at, at 530. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy. We <laughs> made comments on the text line. Like, that break was hilarious. So you know what? My speeding ticket provided comedy for the show. So that makes me happy.
4: So what happens now? Because so you got you you got this speeding ticket, and yeah. then I don't know how many points it's for. But then you got that other speeding ticket, but it was in a different state, right?
5: Yeah, and the way I, I'm going to do more research because I, the way I first thought it was radiant, I it looked like just like a parking ticket, kind of fine, and this was in Utah. But I didn't pay it yet because the the ticket had not been registered. I guess the, the amount hadn't come up yet, so I'm going to do some more research on that before I just flat out pay it. Now, if I need to get an attorney in Utah or something, that sounds like a pain and expensive process. Oh but
4: man! Well,
5: or maybe just because it's a different state, you just pay it and it goes away. But I will have to figure out what happens here. It's been a. I, I have a lead foot. I drive fast. We all know that. But it, it's been a while since I had a ticket. It's been a. It, it's been a few years since I got pulled over.
4: Since you got pulled over, or had a ticket.
5: Uh, i never, that's the first time I got pulled over in this car. I got this car really? in, in uh, February of 2020. That's the first time I got pulled over in my Dodge Challenger.
4: Well, I mean, there's a first time for everything, right? <laughs>
5: I know. And the, the last thing on the ticket is, so we have two truths and a lie this morning. And, I, and I've got, I've got something already in my mind. I'm like, I need to, I need a lie. What, what can I do for a lie? I'm like, I know I'll say I got two tickets on vacation. And then so I'm running through my mind. Like, okay, where should you say I got my second ticket? I say, say you got it here in town. And you wanted to save it for two. Tr- so in my 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 mind, I'm coming up with a story for two truths and a lie about a lie about getting a second ticket. And sure enough, what happens? Boom! I get a ticket. This you morning. manifested I it did. on
4: accident. I yeah did. don't don't have negative thoughts. Don't think those kinds of things because you'll you'll just manifest it. And I, I did the same thing flying back from Paris. I was like. Something's going to happen. We're going to miss our connection. I, you know, it, it, it's three hours enough time for our connection. And my husband's like, don't say that you'll be, we'll be fine. I'm like, Oh, I'm just worried. And then guess what happened? Boom. And so I, of course I said, I told you so, but my daughter's like, I think you manifested that. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I think you're right. <laughs> you told the universe, and the universe was like, all right. Yeah, you want to be, you want to miss your connection. Let's miss your connection, lady. But then
5: I thought this was so interesting when he told us that story. Is is so you you get on the flight, you think you're going to be golden, but how far out until they said, no, 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 no we got to bring the plane back.
4: Um, we were. So first we were just sitting there waiting for 30 people to get on board cuz they couldn't get through security cuz there was a strike. Losers. Then it, well it was it wasn't their fault. I I barely made it through there and I only made it because I I found a shortcut. You did. <laughs> well, I walked to the very front of the line and I found the lady. I'm like, "Is this the line? Because our flight's leaving soon." And she looks at me. And she's like, just get in and she she got me and i was like yeah and i knew that i knew it was the line smart, i was just hoping that she would get us in. um and then so when we were on then we started going and then uh all of a sudden the captain's like um sorry to for me guys we're gonna have to go over to the side of the runway and electrical is gonna have to come out because there's a generator down should be no longer than an hour. I was like, "What? Another hour? What are we doing?" Oh. We don't need the ge- we need a generator, if de- yeah. necessary. Is that like an extra generator, or is that one that like actually makes things work? <laughs> (laughs) Because if it's extra, I'm willing to take the chance. We're cool. Lights go out. We're fine. Uh, No no worries. I don't need to. I'll be sleeping anyway.
5: (laughs) Let's talk about this. Let's just get us home. Today's show coming up here in 15 minutes. Tickets for you to see the Lumineers. Those are yours when you win. Heads up. We got two truths and a lie at 630. And up next is what's trending. What do you have for us?
4: Drake gets an unexpected visitor. Toys R Us is making a comeback in an unexpected place. And KFC adding a new menu item because some people refuse to eat their chicken this way. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending.
3: If it's big now or if it's about to break, we got you. Get the top trending stories right now with What's Trending on Mix 94.1.
4: Drake is trending this morning. His brand new home apparently already had an unwanted visitor. So cops arrested a man there who claimed the rapper was his dad. LAPD says that officers were called to his Beverly Hills adjacent mansion. They want you to know that it's not in Beverly Hills. It's adjacent. To Beverly Hills. The, the, I think the price goes down if, oh, it's, it? if it's adjacent <laughs> to it. One town over. It's just so funny. Everything I read about it, everyone says, Beverly Hills adjacent. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, I mean, just give me the general area of Beverly Hills. No, it's adjacent oh, to Oh, I
5: it. thought it, when I first read it, like he's got a Beverly Hills mansion and then he's got one adjacent to it, like he's got one mansion on the property and then a second mansion on the property. No, it's adjacent to Beverly got Hills. Got it. Yeah. So what town is it in? Just
4: say the, the town. Yeah, people. exactly. What's, what's right next to it? There's got to be a, na- a name for that area. Yeah. Yeah. so
5: what's the town of Jason?
4: <laughs> maybe it is, who knows. Anyway, um it happened last Friday and employees uh, saw someone near the pool house. So police came out. They questioned this 23 3-year-old who said that 35-year-old Drake was his dad and he was just waiting for him to come home. But obviously cops were not buying it. The man was arrested for misdemeanor trespassing. The guy never made it inside the house. He Drake actually put down 75 million dollars for this estate a few months back. And he bought the property from singer Robbie Williams, so it's beautiful. It's adjacent to Beverly Hills. In <laughs> Beverly now. Hills. Um, but Drake uh, was not home during the incident. He's actually been spending some time in Sweden, where I guess he had his uh, own run in with police over there. Uh, his, his team first denied the rumors about this alleged marijuana related run in, but he recently posted something on his Instagram that said, uh, information for those suspected of a crime and subsequently detained. So they we're thinking something did happen.
5: Oh, but that whole thing, when someone shows at your house like that, for anybody, celebrities, that you would think, and they do, they have top-notch security. I'm sure he's in a gated community and all kinds of security systems, but someone just get in there and get it right to his house, and that's a scary situation. It
4: is, and good thing that he wasn't home mm-hmm. at the time, too. So that is trending this morning. Macy's is trending this morning. So Toys R Us, they are making a comeback this holiday season, and it's happening at Macy's. They announced the toy store brand will be in every one of its locations in time for Christmas shopping. The in-store Toys R Us shops will vary in size from 1,000 to 10,000 square feet. The Toys R Us brand has attempted a number of comebacks since it closed all of its doors in 2018 due to bankruptcy. The Macy's locations are going to begin to open later this month and they plan to have all of them open by October 15th and between October 15th and October 23rd, Macy's stores will host nine days of in-store events at the shops, including family-friendly activities, daily giveaways from brands like Barbie, Lego and more, so it should be pretty cool. That's
5: awesome. It's like how Sephora is in some JCPenney stores. Yeah. you find the Sephora inside there and I remember when Toys R Us was open there was the one on Maryland Parkway if I needed something a birthday present or something the one on it was a flamingo in Maryland Parkway was a Toys R Us that was my go-to Toys R Us back in the day
4: wasn't there one at Sunset and Stephanie too I feel like I went to one there at some point because I was looking for something for for my kids for one holiday and they didn't have it at the one by Meadows Mall. The Meadows which Mall is one, yes, we yeah. yeah. We used mm-hmm. to go. So I drove all the way to Sunset and Stephanie and I found it there. I was so excited.
5: With well, this town goes from three or four Toys R Us stores to none. Now, but now hopefully a couple back with with our Macy stores in town this, this Christmas. Yeah, That's exactly. Cool.
4: Um and then finally this morning, KFC is trending. So they are testing new chicken nuggets at a few locations around Charlotte and Wina. And if people like them. They're going to be available nationwide soon. Now, they would replace the popcorn chicken they've been selling off and on since 1992. So if you're a popcorn chicken fan, it's time to panic. But KFC's head chef talked about these new nuggets, and this is really interesting. They said they're a direct response to millennials and Gen Zers who refuse to eat chicken off the bone. Apparently, young people just will not eat bone in chicken, maybe because it reminds them that it came from a living, breathing animal. But it sounds like the new nuggets are supposed to taste more like KFC's original recipe fried chicken and less like they are chicken tenders. They're also moving towards more on the go options in general, the type of thing you can just eat with one hand while you're still using your phone with the other or something like that. It
5: is easier to eat that way than having be on the bone.
4: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, hold a drumstick while I'm driving. And <laughs> go, well, actually, I'm not going to I'm not going to say I'm not going to never say never, I it, guess. It's a handle. It's a handle. <laughs> think about it. The bone is a handle. And that's what's trending.
5: We want to call our 20 right now at 702- 364-9400. You call our 20. You're playing heads up, and we have a great prize for you today.
4: We are giving you a pair of tickets to see the Lumineers. They're going to be in town this weekend MGM Grand Garden Arena want to go these tickets are up for grabs right now just be caller 20 you pick your category you pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you're gonna win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400
3: each time for heads up with Mercedes in the morning on mix 94.1
4: all right let's get our contestant Jennifer your caller 20 you ready to play heads up I'm so excited. Nice. I'm a huge fan of you guys. Oh, we are a huge fan of you. Thank you for listening. Now, you have three categories you can choose from. Do you want to okay. go with emojis, checkmate, or Milky Way? Let's do checkmate. Checkmate. Okay. International Chess Day is today. These are all oh, things no. associated <laughs> with chess. You can do this. <laughs> Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. Okay.
5: Okay, here we go, Jennifer. Sixty seconds on the clock. Just get six correct. You're gonna go see the okay. Lumineers on Sunday, and you start now. This is
4: the most powerful piece on the board. She can do anything. King, queen, the queen. Yes. Uh, this is what you play on. You play on one of these. Uh, the pe- the chessboard. Yes. This is. Um, there's a bunch of these. It's in the front row. They just can. The Pawn. Yes. Um, this is standing next to the queen. He's. The, the one. rookie? No, the, rook. the, the 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 big guy. Uh, oh, I don't know. Pass. The queen is married to what? Oh, the king. Yes, the king. yes, yes, yes. Um, this moves in an L shape on the chessboard. It's a horse kind of looking on um, piece. I don't know rook pass. Okay pass. Um this is um if you are playing against a bunch of people you might be entering one of these. Championship tournament. Tournament, yes. Tournament. Um when they get you in the position where you can't move anymore you say this. Check um checkmate. Yes, checkmate. Checkmate. Yes,
2: Oh, my God.
4: It's just in time! Congratulations! Oh my God.
5: Thank you, guys. You're awesome, Jennifer. You're awesome, and you're to go see the Lumineers. The show is Sunday night at the MGM. So, congratulations, and we'll have more of these tickets to see the Lumineers. We'll actually have them again tomorrow morning with heads up, and we have them for you in the eight o'clock hour. So, right around eight twenty-five on those tomorrow morning. So, it is Wednesday morning.
4: Are you ready for two truths and one lie? Oh yes, I've been waiting for this. I got so much stuff. So much material from uh, vacation. I am so ready for Two Truths and a Lie. Are you ready? I am ready to go, and we'll play it in two minutes. This
0: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com The game is two truths and a
5: lie. It's true. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah,
0: you've I'm heard. Well, it. Yeah, yeah, because
4: babies play that at their birthday
2: parties. Okay, whatever.
0: It's a good game.
4: Two truths and a lie is back. This is where you try to determine. Who is lying to you? Two of us are telling you the truth. One of us is completely lying to your face. Or to your ears. And you have to figure out who's who. Now, if you want to check us out, we are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have a lot of fun stuff on there. And then also on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. So we were off for two weeks. We all are back. We've got our our stuff ready to go. We do did our drawing. You guys ready to make this happen? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so, Hold on. T- timer. We've okay. got 30 yeah, we've seconds. Got We've got a timer going on here. And you start. Wait, wait, wait. wait, oh, yeah. wait I just, I got to make sure I'm tell- tell- Collect your thoughts. telling the right story here. Uh-oh. Okay. You got notes? <laughs> yes. I always write down my truth oh. and my lie just so I have it ready to go. I just She's wanna- ready to lie because okay. can't think of it. You ever, on get, you ever,
5: you ever get a mix up? Go, <laughs> yeah. Oh, darn it. the am yes. halfway in. I got to go with it. <laughs> or
4: sometimes I believe my lies. I'm like, wait, wait. That was a lie. Okay. And I'm ready to go. Starts now. I saved my luggage from being lost um, uh, during my travels, thanks to an Apple AirTag. We put Apple AirTags in all of our, our suitcases, and you know how our we got bumped from, we missed our our connection in D.C.? I looked on the AirTag, and I saw my my suitcase on the runway, and it was nowhere near me, so I went to the desk. I said, this is where my suitcase is. Someone needs to go get this. They went and got it, and didn't lose it thanks to no way tag. Yep. Yep. that is cool. smart put an air tag in your luggage if you travel i'm telling you that way you know where it is at all times but you
5: go to the the ticketing agent whoever and you say look it's out there and you showed your phone and like okay we'll go get it right away That quickly
4: well, well i said do you know if they're gonna get my suitcase because it's just sitting in this area and she's like, "That's odd. It should have been moved." And I'm like, "Well, they canceled my connection." And they're like, "Yeah, but they they have the information. It should have been moved." She's like, "Let me call down there." They called, and then I saw my little suitcase moving. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's <laughs> "Getting closer, to us. closer." It
2: was so great. It was so great. Was was your suitcase the only one that was missing? The, did, all
4: the other ones were. Yeah, it was like they were all. Together we had four. So each of one of us checked in and but mine was the lone one just sitting out there and I was like I was getting nervous. I'm like, no, it'll move, it'll move, and it never moved until the air tag saved me. How long weird. were you in Paris for? Uh like six days.
5: And you each used one suitcase?
4: yeah they're big we tried to check them (laughs) and then we had a carry-on too smart yeah
2: we had do you have those scales that you that weigh your uh luggage we just put them on the bathroom scale (laughs) i'm like 48.6 i'm good that's
4: That's the best
5: what i do for that is i'll stand on the scale and see how much i weigh and then i'll stand back on the scale holding the luggage to see how many pounds it went above
4: oh that's like, oh, pretty okay. smart because that way there's no variance yeah. yeah
2: exactly all right, so
5: there you go that's my story there's
2: my story hmm. all right who wants to go next I'll go, oh, oh go ahead Jason. Okay. Oh,
5: you steph okay. ladies first let
2: me know when you're ready to go for the and
5: title. you start now
2: as you know i just got back from hawaii i did a lot of adventures and one of the adventures that i went on was the cocoa head crater hike and it's an epic hike, a thousand feet high or something like that. And it's very like, a, I would call it like a stair master on like master level. And what I did is like right when I got like halfway through, it was getting really, really hot. And I didn't eat breakfast. And I threw up a little bit, just a little bit.
5: You threw up while hiking?
2: Yeah. I'm not a hiker, as you, as you guys know. Hmm. Steph does have a tendency to throw up.
4: She, that's right. You threw up on the last day yeah. before we went on vacation. I
2: did. I did. You vomit a lot. Did. I'm gonna throw her up. <laughs> uh, so I like. I kind of
4: believe it, but then I'm also like. Mm. I remember seeing your Instagram stories, and you're like, we doing this, and we were like, there was no sign of you being like, not feeling great, or anything like that. So yes. Yeah, and you
5: might not be a hiker, but you're very active. You're a dancer. We're at a high elevation here, I think higher than 1,000 feet, so I, th- I don't think we're an altitude sickness, so I think you're lying.
2: No, okay. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, one, I did take a long break, and James like, you need to chill. I know your ambition is very high. You want to finish, but we did take a long break, and even People were asking if I was okay, people passing by. So they were very sweet. And within like 10 minutes or so, I was fine. It was just one of those things that I was going way too fast, needed to take a break and chill out. And after that, I was good. Where'd you throw up? On the side, like by the bypass. So could people see it? Ah, uh, you know what? People no. could Let me see think. it Let me think I didn't uh. get this far in my life. No, 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 because ah. the bypass is not a very common trail because there's a bridge you can go over, but the bypass, you can see it if you go through the bypass, but it's not on the main Like the main railroad hike. All
5: right, vomiter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On to me here. Uh, Clock starts now. I mentioned earlier I got pulled over on the way to work today. The first time I ever got pulled over in Las Vegas was in 1996. And I was not only pulled over, I was detained. Happened at Flamingo Flamingo and Paradise. Anyway, they pull me over. They tell me to get out of the car. And walk back to their, to their cop car, get to the cop car, they throw my hands on the hood of the car, kick my legs open. Other cops come pulling up, they start questioning me Do you have guns in your car? Who else is in the car? All these questions, they cuff me, whole nine yards. Reason because my car fit the description of a car that was in a drive by shooting.
4: What? <laughs> yep. What, Jesus? First
5: time I was ever... And so there was just my car at a 1984 Ford Thunderbird. Apparently there was a drive-by shooting in the area and someone on. bird. And so I'm just driving to a fraternity party. Woo-hoo! Cops see it. And they thought I was the person that did the drive-by shooting. So that's why they pulled me over, guns pulled, threw me on the hood of the cop car, and cuffed me. And, and as soon as they realized I was not the person, they uncuffed me, and, and everything was Were fine. Were they
4: like, oh, sorry about that? <laughs> yeah, what was the What process? did they say? Uh,
5: I was... It was, uh, it was... So it was like... I felt like there was three cop cars that pulled me over. I had a female officer... And as soon as they realized I was not the person involved in the drive-by shooting, they got another call, and two of the other cop cars took off, and the lady was there with me, and she's just like, you know, we're sorry, you fit the description, everything's fine, you can go about your way, and everything was cool. It was the craziest thing, but everything worked out just fine.
4: Hmm, this is interesting. They're just like, oh, well, sorry, my bad.
5: Yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 we're so like if your car fit the description. They didn't give a drive you like by. a
4: Starbucks gift card
2: no, or anything.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, who is telling the truth and who
4: Starbucks is lying? Let us know what you think. You can call us um, at 702-364-9400. You can also text us at that same number, or you can comment on um, on our live stream. So we see Jan says, "Hmm, there's some stuttering there, Mercedes." Uh, Don says. I believe Steph, my son, did that same uh, hike when he hiked to the top of Mount Charleston. Jan says, again, Steph sounds believable. That hike is no joke. Uh, Don, I don't believe Mercedes. Frank says, you all are so good. Steph is lying. She says she took a long break, but then she said she sat only 10 minutes. Oh, Frank was really listening. That's a long break for me. 10 minutes? I'm ready to go. (laughs) All right. Let's do the reveal. Truth teller number one. Thank you, AirTag. It was wow. that is awesome. That's great. Smart. I that is it. really awesome. It, it's so cool. I mean, if you guys are going to ever travel, just get an AirTag and put it in your luggage. I'm just showing you really quick. You can see Mercedes keys, Mercedes backpack, Mercedes luggage, and they're 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 at my, oh house, my house right my now. God. My Smart, keys Mercedes. are with me. So do that. That's my travel tip for you. It saved me from losing my luggage. I was so excited. Okay, truth teller number two
5: cuffed, detained, but let go because I was not the drive-by shooter in 1996. <laughs> it was so scary. Uh,
2: I actually, you've
4: told me
5: that story. Yeah, okay, thank I was you. playing dumb <laughs> on you. that. But
2: Same, yeah. I think I remember that story too. Oh my gosh, it was oh, so DC. scary,
5: but I'm like, I didn't do anything, it's not me! I'm just going to a fraternity party. She's
4: like, have fun. Did, did you pee your pants? No. I would have peed in my pants. I really would have. I would have lost control of my bladder and just he like, pooped cried. his pants. I not did, yeah. I took a
2: Mercedes. <laughs> Steph, you lied! I you lied! I was I am actually cr- really impressed with myself for doing that hike. I thought I was going to pass out, but really James was the one struggling, but because of his shoes. He's like, I didn't wear the right shoes for this hike. I'm oh. like, come on, babe. Let's go. Do it great. Come on. You're so high energy. Like,
4: it's it's hard to believe that you would not be able to. Or at least you would vomit and go. You'd be like, let's keep on going. Yeah. Vomit and go. <laughs>
2: Ready to go. <laughs> that, that sounds like a pit stop. It's the vomit and go.
4: <laughs> Coming
5: up next, we have the hot three. What do you have for us?
4: Okay. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, students. Get, they're going to be going back to school next month. And a lot of them are going to need some time to recover academically from the whole pandemic. How long will that take? We'll talk about that. Also, so hot out there. So many of us turn to ice cream to cool down. But how many of us actually eat more than we should? We'll talk about that. And a woman is suing a man for $10,000. Wait until you hear the reason why. That's coming up next in the Hot 3. Hot 3.
3: It's time
4: for the Mercedes Hot Three on Mitch 94.1. The Hot Three is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less feet. It's hard to believe. School is starting in just a a couple of weeks. August 8th, Clark County goes back to school. And researchers say the average elementary student will need three or more years to catch up on reading and math skills after this pandemic. For middle school students, they expect it's going to actually take much longer. And for some, full recovery isn't attainable before the end of high school. That's how much it set kids behind. Those estimates are, according to new research released yesterday, this study analyzed data from 8.3 million students from 25,000 public schools And they took measures of academic progress um, assessments in reading and math during those pandemic era school years. And then it was compared with numbers from the three years leading up to the pandemic. And the researchers predicted that students are more likely to fully recover in reading before they do in math. And then they also pointed to a pattern of middle school students showing less evidence of improvement than their peers in elementary school. So it's... uh, It's there's a long road ahead for a lot of these students.
5: Yeah, it affected on their education, their social life, too, as well. And that affects them. How was it for your daughters when it was all said and done? Like Sophie just graduated high school, going to college. Do you feel that she still came out? Was she affected by the pandemic? Do you think she learned less? Do you think she's how do you think she handled everything?
4: Um, I think that in terms of learning, it was perfect for her. She prefers to learn just like one on one. And she liked that. She liked not having the distraction of like the class when they went back, she was fine with it, but she did mention that she, she thinks she, she learned less. Like she said, um, I don't think I got all the information I could have gotten because, you know, there was like one class where they didn't even have a teacher. And so it's like, you guys got to learn on your own. No and she's way. like, Yeah. It was kind of a mess on that. And she's like, I just feel like I could have learned more, but the tools weren't there for me to learn more for Brooklyn. It was difficult. Like she, you know, she's more, social and she kind of needs that and so when she went back it was it was a lot better for her to
5: be around her friends yeah. and the interaction that group learning and stuff yeah just tough situation for teachers and students all around
4: absolutely also this morning it is hot outside we are in the peak of ice cream season but let's be honest most of us are eating so, at least some ice cream all year long right not just the summertime in a new survey 74 percent of people say they eat ice cream year round Just 16% claim they only eat ice cream when the weather is warm. On the flip side, 2% say they only eat ice cream when the weather is cold, which is odd. I don't know. Maybe they just are worried about their ice cream melting or something. But when asked, how much ice cream do you eat? What what is your go to amount? Do you are you a one scooper, two scooper, three scooper, more than that?
5: I'm not a big ice cream person, and when I have it, it's just a spoonful, only because it's it's a small amount that serves. So we do our Friday night sushi dinner every Friday, and every so often, Laura will get uh, for dessert a couple scoops of coconut ice cream, and um, so I'll have like just a spoonful just to clean the palate afterwards.
4: I uh, I'm not a big ice cream person either. Like everyone in my family, they love it, but it, it's so funny because. We uh, we talked about that one place that we went to because everyone says it's the best ice cream. What's it called again? Oh,
5: uh, Loodles or something. Uh, what was it? Is it on the west side of town, right? There's always
4: a line for it. Yeah. Darn it. Uh, if so someone much, knows. Yeah. Or Steph, do you remember what the name of it? Hammond's? No. no. <laughs> Darn
2: it. We all don't know.
5: It uh, starts with an it's L. Like, it's like a Loodles or Ludwell's.
2: No. You went there for Father's Day, right? Yeah. Matt yeah. and,
5: that, oh. Drop and uh, 215. Fort oh. Apache. Drop and Fort Apache.
4: Anyway, we, uh, we've been wanting to try that, but there's always a line, and so we never go there. But my favorite ice cream... Next to that, well, I, I have nothing to compare it to, I, but I love McDonald's ice cream when, when the, the machine works. I love, <laughs> I love, I just, handles. Thank you, Steph. Yes. Handles. handles. See, that was the closest. That was
5: the closest. <gasps> um,
4: yeah, I love just like their soft serve ice cream. It's just so refreshing to me. It's light. I don't feel like so, oh, after I eat it. It's just so simple. I, I love the ice cream at McDonald's.
5: Wasn't that a treat, at least for us it was as a kid, to get ice cream from McDonald's or a milkshake, we would go to McDonald's and we'd get a, you know, a hamburger or something, fries and everything, or Happy Meal, but to get a milkshake to go with it or ice cream afterwards, ooh, ooh that was a treat.
4: Oh, man, and then mm. they brought in the, it's the McFlurry. And that just like was a game changer, mm-hmm. man. You throw some Oreos in there with my ice cream. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is amazing. You guys are nuts here. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, uh, it never feels good to be stood up on a date because nothing is more costly than your time. Well, maybe your gas, but you're also your time's worth a lot too. A woman in Michigan named Quashante Short was stood up a while back, and she didn't just complain about it on social media. She sued the guy. And get this. She's asking for $10,000 in damages. She claims she suffered emotional distress because he didn't show and it was her mother's birthday and her mom had just died. She's also claiming he committed perjury because he lied about his intentions or something like that. Anyway, there's footage online of a virtual court hearing between Quashante, the guy that she thought she was going on a date with, and a judge who is very frustrated that the case is being argued in front of him. Uh, they had the hearing on Zoom, and it's it's mostly Quashante arguing with the judge while she's walking through an airport. So it's like,
5: oh my gosh,
4: it's, it's almost like she didn't really take it that seriously. Like I'm walking through the airport while I go to this hearing, but the the bad day does not say much other than the fact that he thinks it it's a. It's a waste of everyone's time. He's just kind of sitting there like, okay. Wouldn't it be
5: great if he didn't show up, too, for the court hearing? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, now he's going to get in some trouble on that.
5: <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, Kylie Jenner's travels are getting a lot of heat. I want to see if you guys agree. Details around
4: 7.15. It's a and by hold, Mix 94.1, 701 on Wednesday, halfway through the week. How's uh, Let's do a little check-in here. We're, we're back from vacation, two weeks off, and here we are back again. How are you guys doing this morning?
5: Great. Monday Monday afternoon was rough. I got into a funk Monday afternoon. and That funk lasted uh, just about 24 hours. It turned the corner last night. And despite getting a speeding ticket this morning, life is grand. I'm in a great spot right what now. What a
4: weird situation that was. I literally watched JC get a speeding <laughs> ticket. I, 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 I saw it happening in front of me where I knew the cop was up ahead because I had seen him g- he was on the side of the road and his lights were on. So he had someone else pulled over apparently. And as I was pulling up, he turned his lights off and got back on the freeway. And so I thought, okay, uh, he's, he's up there. I made a mental note. And when then you came zooming past me on the freeway, and I'm like, oh, no, I can see what's going to happen here. So I, I I, talk in my watch to send a text message to JC because I'm driving. And I'm like, slow down. There's a cop up ahead. And before I, I like it even reached you, I saw the lights turn on. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
5: I was, making got him. I was making my way from the left lane on the 215 over to the shoulder ah. and that's when I looked down and I saw your message and one, thanks for the heads up, I, I truly appreciate it it just came a second too late, a couple seconds too late if that, and then secondly, once I saw your message I'm like, I was worried about being late I knew I didn't have to text you that I was going to be I still made it on time, but I, I was going to be a little bit late this morning because of the situation and, okay, I was doing 84 and a 65 that is speeding, but my last ticket I got was in Utah, if I was doing 84 in Utah, I would have been golden because the speed limit's 80 up there
4: yeah, you probably would have gotten that. pulled over. Yeah, like, why don't we have Utah rules? I'm sure that would have made him love you even more. But you didn't even get out of it. You didn't even try to get out of I it. I don't.
5: Like, what do you say? What do you do? I mean, he'd make up some excuse. Like, what's the rush, son? I'm like, ah, I'm going to work. He's like, okay, driver's license and registration. I'm like, okay. I didn't, I didn't try to get out of it you any.
4: didn't try to pull the i work on the top rated morning show in las vegas
5: you may have heard of us before officer are you familiar with mercedes in the morning she just sent me a warning text that you were in front of me you should pull her over for warning me in fact there she is officer go go
4: go and she, then she's she, like she, who are they she, she's the one going 45 in the 65
5: she's the slow one officer why are you getting me
2: Oh, my but God. But despite
5: all that, things are fantastic. Oh, you're good. Okay, I'm so great.
2: Uh,
4: long answer, short
5: question.
2: <laughs> Steph, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm great. I um, I mean, Monday, too, was pretty brutal. I didn't really sleep well Sunday night, just my body getting adjusted to going back into routine. And Monday, I took like a very long nap because it was very necessary. And I think I might need a nap today because I'm actually pretty sore from playing catch. With James yesterday. Catch? Yeah, playing catch. And I usually don't play catch with my husband. He was, his excuse was, and which was very rightful so, is we were at the park and Momo needed some exercise. He's been in the house all day. It's pretty hot. So we said, you know, let's go to the park. Let's go under the shade. Let's throw the ball so that he would run and try and catch the ball. And we would play with him. We'd be like, come on, Momo. Up, up, up. Down, down, down. And then i throw it to James. Momo runs to James. And then he gets the ball. And... To all of a sudden, Momo stops. We're like, "Okay, Momo's taking a break. It's kind of hot. Let him get some water." And then James goes, "Okay, come on. Let's keep let's keep playing catch." I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "Come on. You know, it's fine. I miss sports. Let's let's be Aww. active." I'm like, it's too hot to be active. <laughs> I'm tired, and he goes, "Come on, let's you know, just, just step back a little further. Let me let me throw the ball even harder." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, okay." And it's not this ball where it's like a baseball or a football. It's one of the dog balls. Where it has like spikes on it. So when he throws it, Did we it, playing, Did it, it We squeak? were playing catch with the dog ball. <laughs> we were playing Did catch. He catch. It squeaks. <laughs> yes. So he was making me play catch with Momo's dog ball, and I said, "I can't. I, I'm done. I know you miss sports. I love you." But I'm not going to do this any further. So this, you, you have to. Sometimes you have to take one for
4: the team, and you got to do something that your spouse loves to do, but you don't really love to do it, just to to be a good spouse.
2: And or I partner. did for a little, like a minute or so. i was like, all right, tapping out. Love you, babe. You can play catch with Momo. <laughs>
5: is Matt? You do something for Matt and Mercedes?
2: Oh
4: yeah! It's, every time a game is on, he makes me watch the replays, and I hate it. He's like, oh, babe, you got to watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm like. I turn and look. I'm like, "Wow!" <laughs> and then I go back to, like, why do guys always want you to watch the replays of of games? It's the thrill, uh, of, and the, uh, ex- of the excitement
5: plays. of the play and seeing it happen. And there's some kind of ownership too when you share it with someone. Like, watch. When does he set it up? Like, watch this. He's because- like, "You're not going to believe this catch. Uh-huh. Watch, watch, watch,
4: watch." It's, it's like, oh, that was great. Why did I have to stop what I was doing to do that? I don't understand. But I do it because he, he loves when I do it. And I'll even be like, wow, that was so cool. And I'll, like, play it up like it was the greatest thing I ever seen. And then I turn around. I'm like,
5: Ugh. Why do I envision this scenario? You guys are both sitting on the couch. And for some reason, you're, like, crocheting. You're knitting something. <laughs> you look I, up. Because I crochet. Yeah, you don't even crochet. But I'm like, my crochet is Candy Crush.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now it's BTS in the song. I play that game all the time play on the, my yeah. iPad. <laughs> look up. Look
5: down. Right, coming up here in the dirt, Kylie Jenner. Her travels are getting her into a lot of heat. I want to see if you guys agree with what she's doing. Details in about 10 minutes.
3: we never got it. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix
5: 94.1. Let's talk about Kylie Jenner here. So she was branded a climate criminal for her private jet usage. So what she did was in California she took her private jet. It was a th- it was a 3 minute flight. Would have been a 40 minute drive, but she took a 3 minute flight to get where she was going. So she's getting a lot of heat for that. And now she's catching heat for going to Target. She posted a TikTok video showing her pushing her daughter Stormy, her niece in Chicago, and True in a car in a cart at Target. And then people are just, like, coming after her. She does that jet thing. She posts about the jet, and now she's at Target, and people are saying that she's trying to cosplay as middle class.
4: Oh, jeez.
5: A Reddit thread about the video. Someone accused her of trying to appeal to us peasants. Someone called her out of touch. Someone said, did you rent out Target for this? And then I love this comment. She's playing a normal life simulator.
4: <laughs> yeah, this is a fun game. Let's pretend we're normal. That's perfect. The thing about her
5: taking her private jet, uh, it would have been a 40-minute drive, but she had to get there fast. so she jumps on her private jet for a three-minute flight.
4: It seems like a huge waste of re- waste of resources to me. I mean, it, it just, I guess if you have that luxury, good, good for you. I, I'm not mad at you for having that, but for three minutes, fueling the whole thing up, flying. It just seems like a waste. It seems
5: like a lot that goes into it. A lot that goes into it. Did you watch the Kardashians this season? We watched it. Laura watched the Kardashians, and I caught bits and pieces of it.
4: No, I didn't watch it.
5: There was an episode where Chris and one of the daughters went to Whole Foods for the first time. They showed them grocery shopping for the first time.
4: Whoa, <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs>
5: Looking at produce and trying to do self-checkout. Are you ring it up yourself. And then they went through a car wash, and Chris Jenner said, it felt like she was at a ride at Disneyland. I'm like, man, welcome to... Uh, <laughs>
4: All right, it did. Oh, this is just so pathetic. Wow.
5: Let's talk about Walker Hayes. And so ever since he name-checked uh, Applebee's in a song, Fancy Like, uh, if you forget, this is what the song sounds like. Here we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got to Street they put him in commercials. They brought back the Oreo shake. They handed him a gold card, giving him free meals for life. But the love is kind of fleeting because he's got a song called Y'all Life. And in that, he name-checks Olive Garden, and that created a, a riff in the relationship. And he talked about it in an interview. First off, here is here is what the song sounds like, that he mentions Olive Garden. White to the Olive Garden on good times, right? So he said, I got a little slap on the wrist from Applebee's. There's, he mentions the line, and then he says that uh, Applebee's was like, dude, they're our competitor. And his response was, "Man, I'm not in the restaurant business. I just tell the truth."
4: But now he can't mention any other restaurant except for Applebee's or A- what?
5: Yeah, yeah, apparently so. Come apparently on. so. Today is the anniversary of the moon landing, July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. Neil Armstrong stepped on the moon. Here is audio from the moon landing back in the day.
3: Good scene is in. We copy it down,
4: Eagle. System, the Eagle has landed. I'm gonna step off the land now. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is, I, how many years was it?
5: 1969.
4: Oh wow, that's awesome.
5: That's here. So rank them. I have songs that mention moon in the title. I want you to rank them. First option is REM, Man on the Moon. If you believe, they Option two is Bad Moon rising.
3: And
5: then the police walking on the moon. So-
4: did it include my favorite Moon song?
5: What's your favorite Moon song?
4: By Brooks and Dunn.
5: What's the Brooks and Dunn one?
4: Neon Moon. Oh. You know, when the sun goes down, I'm my son of town. I love that song. Okay,
5: we'll throw that in the mix. You have four songs. You got Neon Moon and then the three I played. Right? Neon so, Moon. Neon Moon's number one. Number one. Okay.
4: Uh, what was the first one again?
5: Uh, Man on the Moon, R.E.M.
4: That's number two. Okay. Uh, this second one you said was number three. And then that last one was... Police the, was four? I'd, I'd never heard that song before. The police one? Yeah, i never heard that one. That's
5: where the band Walking on the Moon got their title from.
4: Oh. Walking on the Moon?
5: Isn't there a band called Walking on the Moon? Walking on the Moon? Can we play them? Yeah, oh.
4: Walk the Moon?
5: Walk the Moon, yeah. Okay. That's where they got it from.
4: Oh, from the song? Yeah. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, you need to listen to Neon Moon. That's a better song. Oh,
5: man. Next year's rank (laughs) of Neon Moon in there. Coming up one hour from right now, tickets for you to join us Saturday night. Las Vegas Aces take on the L.A. Sparks. It's Mercedes in the morning night there. We want you to join us. We have four tickets for you next hour at 825 when you win. Heads up.
4: It's the anniversary of the moon landing. Who knew? Nineteen.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.
4: Sixty-nine is when the uh, we landed on the moon, so that's pretty. Th- that's a pretty big deal. But JC was talking to us in the daily dirt about songs, the best songs with the word "moon" in it, and I brought up a song, and you were like, "What?" You had no idea what I was talking about. Well, we have it now. I brought up the song "Neon Moon." It is a country song from the nineties. By Brooks and Dunn. And I think once you hear it, you'll know the song that I'm talking about.
5: All right, here it is.
4: So good, and and then it was like a TikTok trend, like last year, I think. Do you remember when they were there was the dance to that?
5: I don't, and I'm, I'm I, I the song's not familiar to what? me. It came out in 1992, and it's it's not it's not registering with me. Okay, sure I listen to the so TikTok
4: far. part. Okay, of it, I think you might recognize this. When the sun
3: goes down on my side of town, that lonesome oh, there's some dance to, it. I comes can't remember to it. my
5: door, and the whole world. Nothing. Nothing. It's a cool song. I like it.
4: That was uh, that was a good time. Those nineties, nineteen ninety two. You say ninety two? It came out. Yeah. See, I I liked country music. Uh, I, I I like country music. I don't listen to it as much now as I used to because my dad used to listen to it all the time, and so that's kind of the era that I listen to. But when it comes to music. I just feel like the '90s was such a transformative decade for me. It's where I really latched on to music, started listening to music, and I just love the music from the '90s.
5: So there's a big music survey that was done to find out which decade of music is most popular right now, and it's huge survey done ages 13 and up, and the number one decade according to the survey is just like you, Mercedes. People are really into their '90s music right now.
4: Just a new sound, thanks to Nirvana, though, when it came to rock. You know, the, the big hair bands kind of went away, and then this, like, grunge came in. Talk about 90s hip-hop. I mean, hip-hop and B that was, like, top-tier uh, such a great time. I do think it went well into the 2000s, but yeah. I think it just kind of really s- started there. And then I mean, even talking about country I loved country music in the 90s I thought they had some really, you know, Garth Brooks and you had Brooks and Dunn, and um, was Alan Jackson and <laughs> like those guys I really liked them.
5: What is your current favorite decade of music? Because 90s was number one. Number two is this current decade, the 2020s in this
4: world. It's just it's not the same as I think I actually You know what? I wasn't even going to put the 2020s in there. But now that I think about it, some great music is coming out in the 2020s. So that's fair. I like that that pick.
5: Now, the number 3 decade that people are into right now is the 80s.
4: Who's gonna drive you home?
5: That that would get my vote with the 80s.
4: Not shocked at all.
5: But here's the thing, though. I'm starting to make a transition into the music that I'm listening to. To early 90s, like 90 to 95, early 90s stuff. I'm like, my mind is like, okay, we're, we really have our fill of the 80s. Let's start progressing back to the 90s. But it's still early 90s, early grunge. That Garth Brooks, that, that that wasn't really one of the first cassettes that I bought. It was back in like 1991, 92. So early 90s, I'm starting to get back into I
4: feel it. like you're tr- you're you're afraid to commit to the 90s. And so that's why you're like, early 90s. It is. Early, like, what? why not? You don't like late 90s? I do. Where the cutoffs at 95 after that, it's like...
5: It's funny. It's ninety five when I moved to Las Vegas. So it's 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 nineties JC back in Pennsylvania. I have not progressed to nineties JC in Las Vegas. It kind of pushes 95, 96. But I'm not, I'm not into 97, 98, 99, 90s. I love it. It's good music. But as far as like, I'll punch it, I'll pull up the 90s station. And if it's early 90s, I'm into it. But if they give me some late 90s stuff, like, nah, I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready. Oh,
4: man, I, I You're missing out on some good ones. Steph, what do you think? Best decade for music. And what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. And, and give us a prime example. Of a song from that decade that just, oh, you just love. Tell us what it is. What do you think? Best decade for music?
2: For me, it has to be the 2000s. And it's funny how you guys are thinking about these transformative chapters in your life. It's when I was in middle school. I went from private school to public school. And it was in 2004. And it was Jay Kwan, Tipsy. <laughs> right? Do <laughs> you know? Everybody in the club gets everybody,
3: everybody in the
2: club Love Jaquan and it we would be in our middle school dance and this song would come on and be like, yeah! It's so funny, middle schoolers are all like, yeah, I in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> Meanwhile, JC and I are in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
5: Steph, you're by the way, the uh the, the 2000s was number four in this survey. Oh
2: Shaking like a Polaroid. Oh yeah! I can't forget that iconic part in the in the video.
5: Just to wrap up this survey, the 2010s came in at number five. <laughs> and then beating the 60s and 70s in the survey was 1950s or earlier. That's what people are into, right? More people are into 1950s, 1940s, 1930s than they are the 60s and 70s right now.
4: What from the 50s? Like what's from the 50s?
5: 50 would be early Elvis, right? Music like uh early Elvis would be 50s. Beatles uh, were sixties, right? Yeah, Beatles were sixties.
4: In the still of the night. In the still of the night. You remember that song? Mm-hmm. Jailhouse Rock.
5: Yeah, Elvis.
4: Uh Wake Up, little Susie. Hey, wake, wake up. up. Was that? Uh, <laughs> goodness gracious, great balls of fire! Uh well, I don't see that one, but it probably is because Jerry Lee Lewis is on this list. That, that's who's saying it, right? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. this song, Tequila. That was the and 50s. I <laughs> Walk the Line, Johnny Cash. Oh, there's some good stuff. I see that, yeah. Wow. I'm going to go on a 50s kick.
5: <laughs> Let's all start <laughs> listening to the start 50s. The 50s. <laughs> hey,
4: oh, wow, we this Friday. <laughs> oh, gosh. We already have our categories in place. There's no 50s oh, category. Darn our boss would have a heart attack if we did yeah, that. Yeah, he would. <laughs>
5: Hot three's coming up next. What do you got for us?
4: Okay, we are going to talk about doing this can boost your mental health, and it's pretty easy. We'll tell you what it is. Also... Getting insulted, it feels bad, but it actually feels like a physical pain. It, what What do scientists equate it to? We'll tell you. And a guy who's a 62-year-old man had $500,000 worth of this stolen from him. Wait until you hear what it is. We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3.
3: Here we go. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
5: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
4: We all know that following a healthy diet is important for our physical health, but a new study finds it could be good for our mental health too. So researchers have discovered that eating more fruit is associated with better overall mental well-being as well as fewer depressive symptoms. This team of researchers surveyed uh, 400 adults about their diet, specifically their snacking habits, as well as their psychological health. And after adjusting for factors like age and general health and exercise habits, they found that people that eat fruit more often had lower scores for depression. And higher scores for mental well-being. And on the flip side, people who ate more nutrient-poor savory foods like like chips, they were more likely to experience everyday mental lapses and have lower mental well-being.
5: Do you eat fruit on a regular basis?
4: Yeah. I Pretty much every night I have some strawberries for dessert. Little Cool Whip on the oh, a little scoop of Cool Whip on that. That's like my dessert usually. Mm -hmm. What about you?
5: I don't. I have some dried mangoes that I'm really into. They're good. That's about it. Laura does bananas every night. She has a banana every night, every single. But sometimes she'll go to bed and wake up in the night and walk downstairs and grab banana and come up in the morning. The banana peels next to the bed.
4: I love when you get a banana that's just a tint of green, just a little bit of green, and it's firm, and it's just like. It just tastes like a fresh banana. I love just barely green bananas.
5: You like them long, short, medium? Your banana length.
4: Um, what's going to be used against me? (laughs) That's the line of the day.
5: (laughs) I was curious because something Albertsons have the longest bananas. You go to Whole Foods, you get some tiny, tiny bananas. Yeah,
4: I don't like the tiny, tiny bananas. You want some length? I, I, yeah, but you know, I like I like bananas to be. I like my bananas at least six inches.
5: Okay. <laughs> Step, show me on the uh, screen. We're live streaming right now. YouTube, Facebook. How big? Lick your bananas, Eh, hey, big.
4: See that's 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 six inches to us, and JC just like pages. <laughs> well, I kind of like it like when it fish.
2: curves too. Like it curves at the end, so maybe like like that. Like a banana that could be uh, Double as a the phone, phone yeah. yeah There you go Yeah
4: we like that mm. Bananas Yummy
5: We got bananas from Whole Foods And I swear to you They were straight There was no curve whatsoever It was like a pencil
4: <laughs> Really? It was largely a banana It's perfectly straight no curve <laughs> What to happened it. to these bananas? I don't know It was so
5: bizarre It was not no, Not even a slight curve They were, they were Just straight was Were sorry. they
2: organic?
5: Yeah I think so Maybe uh, that's why
4: Wrap uh, oh. yeah, <laughs> like,
2: at the end. Relax bananas Relax They're all tight.
4: If you ever felt the sting of an insult as in it almost felt like a literal sting as if you'd been physically hurt you're not alone there's a new study out that shows that verbal put downs can actually feel exactly like receiving a small slap in the face by those on the receiving end of the insult interestingly the insults got the subjects um even like upset even if their own names weren't used in the insult they note that you know sometimes it can it's really challenging to not feel the sting uh of an insult but it shows that the the sensitivity in our brains are related to negative words compared to positive words so and an, an insult immediately captures our brain's attention and the emotional meaning of insults is is actually stuck in your long-term memory. So you'll think about them for a really long time.
5: Do you remember the last insult that was thrown your way or someone said?
4: Well, I mean, it was kind of an insult, but I don't think she meant it as an insult. Um, on our, our flight back from, um, from France, my husband and I switched seats because the way our seats were laid out, my seat was farther away from them and his seat was by the girls and I wanted to be by the girls. So we switched seats. So the, the, the flight attendant comes around asking people if they would like anything to drink. And I see her look at me and look down at the manifest and look up at me and look down at the manifest. And she's like, and she would look confused. Like it says my, it says Matt on mm-hmm. there. And here, here am I. And she comes up and she's like, hello, Matt. And I'm like, Pfft. I go, uh, actually, Matt's my husband. He's sitting in my seat. She goes, whoa. Okay, because, I mean, I know doctors can do some amazing things th- these days. So I think she thought I was a man who transitioned, maybe. No, she's just joking. No, she said that. She, with had a dead, she was deadpan. She had to be joking. Like, she's like, oh, I know they can do some you. amazing things. She had this, to be playing this. With you. And I was like. Okay, she thinks I'm a, a man who transitioned. She okay.
5: had to be playing like you're a stunning woman, like you're stunning. No, I know no. doctors can do great things. But I am like, oh. you're, you're beautiful. But
4: then part of me took it as a compliment because I've seen you know some men who have transitioned; they're beautiful. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. I guess I don't know. So I I kind of thought it was an insult, but then I kind of took it as a compliment.
5: I was I, I, to me, it's a compliment. It's a compliment. <laughs> I think she was goofing with you. <laughs> uh,
4: what? What's the last time you were insulted?
5: Uh, I, I feel like there's a recent one, but I can't think. Uh, there was one. A buddy of mine had posted a photo on Instagram, and he goes all out on filters like what's the life what's the 360 one where changes everything smooths out wrinkles on a dog's face and he posted i was in the photo and he got a lot of comments on it and i was looking at the comments and some dude called me mr plastic fantastic
4: wait it was a picture of your friend I was, and, I, and a, buddy and my, a buddy
5: of mine mine, were in a photo together
4: Oh he, the two he, of yeah, you Yeah it was oh.
5: three of us In this picture He posted on Instagram And it was getting A lot of comments So I was looking At the comments And someone called me Mr. Plastic Fantastic Like whoa Who's Mr. Plastic Fantastic With you I'm like dude I'm not plastic I don't what have any work heck? done There's a, there's a filter nice. on that app Of course I look at the guy I'm like who is he who's this guy coming at me block <laughs> i started going deep on his photos like oh you're at bite of las vegas once okay mr plastic fantastic was that that event oh, with you?
4: oh wow that's messed up call him out right now no, i gotta serious. go find
5: the guy Steph? he lives in henderson
4: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> you see, like, i looked oh I, oh I
5: went deep you really <laughs> i went deep on this guy this I'm like, is who what they're are talking?
4: you it goes in your long-term memory
5: who are you call me mr plastic fantastic <laughs> you could use some plastic work my friend
4: <laughs> JC, <laughs> we don't hurt, don't hurt back. So, Two I know, wrongs I know. don't, I know. don't make a was right. Too, it was too much. Yeah, don't don't, much. don't 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 go to his level. <laughs> you know, rise above, rise above.
5: I went to the mix account and, and started <laughs> hurling insults at him.
4: You idiot
5: <laughs> <laughs> All his pose. Look at you and your stupid dog
2: <laughs>
4: Oh my gosh Poor guy He had no idea What kind of worms he opened <laughs> uh, Steph What's the last time That you got it? I don't even open. know After that I can't even remember
2: After that Mr. <laughs> plastic Fantastic I know I can't
4: I think
5: someone else Said underneath the teeth <laughs> Oh
2: gosh
5: They went at me Mercedes They came at me oh, hard that's
2: mean
5: They came at me oh, really hard but... I block
2: it And insult I get. I just block it from my memory. So I can't remember. (laughs) I, I forget. So hopefully, yeah, got we'll learn how to get over that from Mr. Would plastic Fantastic <laughs> over here. <laughs> All you're,
4: right. you're not teeth and you're not Plastic Fantastic. <laughs> the you guy, are, the guy you're <laughs> a skinny jeans cowboy. <laughs> is what you are.
5: I didn't go after the teeth guy. He was, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was kind of a compliment, I guess. <laughs> the next hour, we want you to join us Saturday night with Aces Play, The Sparks. It's Mercedes in the Morning Night. We have your tickets coming up at 825.
4: You are looking so fit and handsome over there today, JC. Uh, you are just, I mean, you are a specimen of health and 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 wellness and beauty and charm. And I just wanted to thank you. It, it just give you some compliments to help you forget the negative <laughs> <laughs> comments.
5: We were talking about insults, Mercedes. Had a story about insults in the hot 3 and we're all going around about the last insult we got. Someone thought thought on a flight Mercedes was a man that transitioned. <laughs> and by the way what was your last insult 702 364 make us feel better the flight attendant on mercedes was a man that transitioned
4: i, I actually took it as a compliment yeah. honestly seriously
5: and then i mentioned i was in a photo with a reality tv star and he had posted the photo and he got a lot of comments so i was reading the comments and he put a filter on the picture and one of the comment i went back and i found it and some guy wrote how plastic fantastic is that guy behind you He better not move his face, it might crack. LOL. His teeth are bright too. LOL. Oh
4: my gosh! (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> wow.
5: So I I, when the, I remember this, uh, gosh, 27 weeks ago, this went down. So when that for, when Joy, first...
4: It's been in your head this whole time. Yep. They're right. Insults last in your long-term memory. And this is this is why it's so important to be nice to each other because you just don't know the damage that you're doing when you're so mean. Oh,
5: my gosh. So, yeah, I went and I, I tracked that guy down He lives in Henderson.
4: 37 weeks ago. You Tw-
5: 27 <laughs> weeks ago, this went down. <laughs> so I did this stalking 27 weeks ago. I haven't looked at this this picture in a while but yeah the guy lives in henderson and he was at bite of las vegas a couple years ago so yeah thank you buddy
4: wow i'm so sorry and i'm so sorry and he had
5: to write in his teeth it Made the teeth comment too. at the same one like he,
4: it wasn't enough with the <laughs> first comment he had to get in just for the final yeah one more, more shot oh, by the way your teeth oh that you know what hurt people hurt people you know yes exactly and and so you can't you can't let that get to you. I, that's easier said than done, because I know I'm, I'm a mess when people <laughs> say mean things. But yeah, you just got to realize, okay, what is it that's bothering you on the inside that makes you a deflect to be? And you are... You are not plastic fantastic. You're only fantastic.
5: Thank you. Only
4: fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I
5: I thought it was comical. I I did go deep on that person.
4: (laughs) Steph, did you
2: ever remember the insults that you got the last one? Because I know we were laughing. I have been from my brother. I'm trying to look at my messages that he sends me, but I think he's lowered it down because my family knows that I'm sensitive. Like that, you guys might not know that I'm sensitive because at work I have like this, you know, this exterior, but. And my family knows, like, you can't go in on Steph because she's going to take it to heart and she'll go back at you three times fold. So people don't mess with me. People oh, don't mess
4: with me. So you got to take up the Steph mentality. Yeah. You, know? you got to take up the don't mess with me.
5: She's sensitive. will come at you three times harder than Steph. Than me. I'm not going to come after Steph. She'll cut you. Uh, Steph will cut She'll get you.
4: You know what you should do? You should You should go find that comment uh-huh. and you should make a comment. Like, you know how you can comment on a comment or you can like? The comment, yeah. You should make a comment and just write, "Who hurt you?" And just, oh yeah. All this time later, and, and see if that person, that guy, remembers what it, what they did to you. You know?
5: Yeah. Their their account's private now, so they, <laughs> they must have caught me stalking
4: them. <laughs> they're they're private now.
5: Yeah. So I see as account. of this morning. No, 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 no. I don't know. Like, so this picture was posted 27 weeks ago. So I haven't looked at this picture in 27 weeks. Oh. But I still see the comment. But when I click on their account to see more about them. They are private now, because before when I clicked on the account, I was able to look at all their photos to see who the person was and in their life. But now they're private, so I can't do it.
4: Oh, maybe maybe someone came after them. And, oh, maybe and said like you're you're a very mean person. Why did seven people
5: like that comment?
4: Uh, no, <laughs> no oh my gosh. Uh, let's talk to when did so what was the last insult that that came your way? Uh, let's talk to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, what was it for you?
2: Hey, so I'm a Lyft driver. And I was taking this group of guys to their hotel. And the guy I was telling them, like, I'm not making very much money right now. For some reason, Uh, Lyft hasn't been paying out as well. And he's like, Oh, well, maybe you should go work on Fremont Street. And I was like, Oh, no, I don't like working over there. Because there's sketchy people sometimes. And he was like, No, I mean like work the streets, and I'm like, have you seen the hookers in Vegas? They're not very pretty. And he's like, he's like, yeah, that's why I suggested it to you. And I was like, "Um, emotional damage, you know? (laughs) Emotional damage.
4: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not that it's an excuse, but were they drinking? Because they were drunk. Yeah. People. I mean, it made
2: me cry. Like it was sad.
4: Elizabeth, we want to all shower you with, uh, with uh, a compliment. I'll start. I just want to say that you sound like you are super fun to hang around with. Like, we could totally be friends, and I just love your personality. JC? You. Yeah.
5: Elizabeth, we talk to a lot of people on the phones every day, and, and you have just a voice that's just, it, there's such sweetness and warmth in your voice. <laughs> it does. It warms my heart. You put me yeah. in a good mood, so thank you. I got a speeding <laughs> ticket today, and I completely forgot about it because you're calm and moving voice
4: okay staff will give Elizabeth a compliment.
2: Elizabeth, we were talking off the air, and you are just so sweet. You even text us in. You go above and beyond for everything that you do. So, Elizabeth, call anytime, text anytime, and we're always here for you. Yeah, we're like your best friends now, so forget mm-hmm. those guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, Thank you. I text all the time. So. And, and your laugh is adorable, too. It is. I love yeah. your
4: laugh. It's so cute. Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank Have a Elizabeth. great day. She's so cute.
5: All right, coming up. So, Saturday night, it's Mercedes in the Morning Night at the Las Vegas Aces. They're playing the L.A. Sparks Saturday night. It's going to be a huge Huge game. We want you to join us. We have to, uh, four tickets for you. And those are yours at 825 when you win. Heads up. It's about damn time. Las Vegas Aces, LA Sparks, Saturday night, Michelob Ultra Arena. It's Mercedes in the morning night. We're going to be there. We want you to be there with us. Four tickets for you coming up in just about five minutes here.
4: Something really cool happened last night in my home. Uh, I So I'm on, uh, I, I belong to this group of uh Parents of University of San Diego students. (laughs) (laughs) Why say it like that? Because it just seems so weird. It doesn't seem like I belong. I'm like, who are all these people that are parents of college students? I, I I don't have a kid that's going to college, and then it's like reality check. Yes, you 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 do. So I'm in this group, and I see someone makes a post that schedule or no schedules were already out, but um dorms and roommate uh. Pairings are going out today. Wow. Tell your students to check their emails. So Sophie, have you checked your email? And she's like, not today. Why? And I'm like, you're supposed to get your dorm and your roommate assignment. And she already knew what dorm she was in just because of her program. They already told them like, you're going to be in this dorm. Um But so she's like, okay, I'll check it later. I'm like, okay. But I was really impatient. Was go like, right now and check. Yeah. So like 30 minutes later, she comes up to me. She goes, I got two roommates and she hands me her phone and I look and there's the names of two girls and their email addresses and, and, and her room number in her dorm, And I'm like, two roommates. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, Oh my, Oh my gosh. You got two roommates that like I like part of me was excited for her. Part of me is like, oh, <laughs> two, two people you're living with instead of just one. Um, and so immediately I go into PI mode and I'm like, yeah. Instagram. So I, I try to find these girls Instagram. She's like, I already found one of them here. Here it is. And I'm looking at her profile and and it's private. And so she looks in her friend request and the girl had already requested her. Aww. So she had already done her PI work out of state. So they're both out of state from what we gather. Well, no, well, I guess in state for for California. her, California, okay. one's in California and the other I think is from Col- from Denver. No way. Yeah. I was because I was I was looking at her stuff and um her high school, I was like there's a high school with that name in Denver and it has the exact same colors. And i'm investigating. i'm like i'm pretty sure this is the school <laughs> endeavor oh i was sleuthing hard i'm sleuthing hard um and so one of the girls messages her and is like hi sophie my name is blah 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 i'm gonna be your roommate this year i'm really excited to meet you and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is so sweet. I can't believe it. I'm so excited for you, Sophie. And she's like, I can tell she's kind of excited, too. And so she writes her back and she's like, I'm really looking forward to meeting you. Here's my number if you want to text. Um, and immediately. Zzz, it's like, hi, it's so-and-so. This is my number. And so they were, like, texting a little bit. And I just thought it was so cute. I'm so excited for her.
5: I'm super excited. I mean, that's a big adjustment going from you're living at home, like we all do, and then we go to college and have one roommate, but two roommates. And Mercedes was telling us a little bit about this off the air. So he also informed us that. So their dorm is set up where it is. They've got bunk beds and a single bed. So there's going to be some... some you have to determine who gets the bunk beds, who gets a single bed. Yeah. And then also, it's, it's the walk, the hallway to the bathroom.
4: Yeah, it's a shared bathroom in her dorm. And and uh, in, in with a triple, like you had, you you filled out a questionnaire and asked your preferences. And they said, pick your top two choices of a single, a double, a triple, and a, a quad. So she put double for her first choice. And then she put triple not really thinking she would get that because she didn't want to be alone and then she got it and she's like oh my gosh i'm gonna have two roommates it's and so um she's i'm trying to figure out the configuration of her room like are there three beds on the ground and everything i see is there's one set of bunk beds and then one bed on the ground and she's like I can't sleep on one of the top bunks. I, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to sleep. I'm like, well, you better get there early then for moving because <laughs>
3: <laughs> or start practicing. It's gonna Just be a, yeah,
4: it's gonna be a free for all then. You guys or maybe I said it wouldn't be a bad idea for you guys to start discussing it now so it's not like that mm-hmm. and someone's not mad or caught off guard or or you know maybe you can make it work somehow.
5: I bet one of the girls will volunteer to take it because it's, it's not that bad being on the top bunk. If I, I had bunk beds as a kid, it's kind of fun being up there. So maybe one of the girls will, will take it, but I'm i Super excited because just the whole experience of going to college. But then these two girls, she's going to be with them at least for the first semester. Be with them, and and they're probably going to become really close friends. And all the different experiences, she'll just she'll pick up different life experiences just from the girl that lives in California, and then this Denver girl that comes down here. And they're gonna they're gonna form a really cool bond. And there'll be some ups, and ho- hopefully no downs, or maybe a couple of downs. But it's going to be a neat experience for her. And I'm, I'm super excited for Sophie.
4: I am too. I I you know it's. It's hard to just judge a book from its cover, but looking at the girls and their stu- their stuff, they look like really nice girls. They really look cool, and 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 you know, Sophie, she's she's very much an introvert, very much. And so I was a little concerned, like, how's that going to go? And she's like, they look like they're nice, and I was like, oh yeah, you're excited about it. And so funny thing though. One of the girls, her name's Sophia
5: no really
4: so a sophie and a sophia i feel bad for the third girl she's gonna get all mixed up oh boy what are the odds <laughs> i know right i'm like if sophie goes they really put a sophie and a sophia in the same room <laughs> so i thought that was kind of funny my sweet mate
5: my, my sweetmate was a jorge oh really yeah because we went uh first day at, at unlv um this is when i went you you all the names were on the doors so it said uh it was jorge was his name i forget his oh his buddies was really cool his his doorman was cool but his name was underneath it and then to so the room next to it it said uh it said mike and then it also said jorge underneath it because the j and jc is Jorge. <laughs> so
4: you didn't know so where, I'm where like, to go what? I'm like, which
0: am
5: i going with mike or going this other guy and i figured it out and then you know, the names come down after a week or something but yeah it was funny i'm like what are the odds that there's a jorge and he went by jorge and i go by jc but yeah and they were they were awesome guys too so technically in UNLV, I had a roommate, his name was Mike, and he was he was awesome, from San Diego, awesome dude, and then we had a bathroom that connected to the other suite, so I shared the bathroom with three other guys, but sharing with three other guys is not as bad like a huge community thing, but we made it work, there were no issues, we are all different schedules when it came to showering and stuff in the morning, it just worked out, and it was fun.
4: Did you guys have to clean your own bathroom? yeah oh see they at least have someone clean the bathroom well, that's for the oh ones, that's so they've a good got point that. they don't have to worry about that's cleaning true, it yeah. i know well, i'll keep you posted hopefully they're gonna connect more today and we'll learn more but i was like oh my gosh one of these girls is possibly from denver how cool is that yeah, like awesome. you have the connection there and then this other oh it's gonna be really cool
5: uh, i'm excited for the ride let's do this caller 20 702 9400 your caller 20 you get to play heads up and we have a great prize for you today this is
4: gonna be so much fun we are We're all going to check out the Las Vegas Aces game on Saturday night, and we want you to join us. We have your four pack of tickets right now to watch the game. They're playing the Los Angeles Sparks on Saturday at the Michelob Ultra Arena. All you have to do is be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win this four pack of tickets. Caller 20, you are playing 702 364 9400.
3: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty
4: 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. It is Nico. Hi, Nico. Hi. Good you morning. Ready, good morning to you, your caller 20. You ready Woo-hoo. to do this? Oh, yeah. I'm so ready. Okay, <laughs> so we want to make you a winner with these Aces tickets. Join us Saturday night. You have three categories to choose from. Do you want to go with okay. Hot Diggity Dog, Jump Around, or slithering snake?
5: I'll do
3: slithering snake.
4: You got it. All right. World <laughs> snake day was last Saturday. So these are all different reptiles and amphibians. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner?
0: Um, I think I'm going to go with Mercedes.
4: Okay. Sounds right. good.
5: Nico, 60 seconds on the clock, buddy. You get six correct. You're going to join us Saturday night at the Aces game. And you
4: start now. They have a hard shell. They move very slow. Uh turtle. Yes. Um a Tyrannosaurus Rex. A Brontosaurus. They're all Dinosaurs. Yes. Um they say ribbit, ribbit. frog. Yes. Um these are they're fire breathing ones of these. Dragon? Yes. Uh this is uh they change colors in certain areas. Um chameleon. Yes. Um this is uh it, it's it's kind of like a chameleon, like you see a lot of these in your backyard eating the bugs.
3: Uh, lizard? Yes, yeah.
4: you got it. <laughs> nice job, Nico. That awesome. was so easy for you.
5: All right, thank you. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah, you did it, Nico. Congratulations, buddy. You're all set. And you got four tickets to join us Saturday night. Las Vegas Aces, L.A. Sparks, Michelob Ultra Arena. It's Mercedes in the morning night, and he'll be there with us. Now, we want you to join us as well. We've got your tickets to join us at Saturday night's basketball game again tomorrow morning with the early edition of Heads Up.
4: Heard that song in a while? We were talking about the best decade of music earlier uh, in the show, and so that would qualify as 90s, late 90s, which you said you're not a fan of.
5: I, well, I said uh, I love my 80s,
4: <laughs> but if you like early 90s, yeah, but not to, late I'm 90s. I'm starting to
5: transition more to 90s music, and I'm, I'm digging the 90s, early 90s vibe. 90 to 95 is where I'm at right now.
4: That's the cutoff point. That's 1999, cut of- tell Bachman you're, you're out of here. I'm sorry, you're not gonna get that. Did
5: you know he is the son of Bachman from Bachman Turner Overdrive? Who? Kyle Bachman is the son of, you know, the band Bachman
4: Turner Overdrive, BTO? Was that like a Was bunch of composers? Y- 70s band. <laughs> I've heard of them. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he is. But I don't know. Don't ask me what they sing. Oh, but. Uh, Slow ride. No, that's Fall um, uh,
5: Bachman Turner Overdrive you've is. Lost
4: a, that love. It's the Righteous Brothers.
5: <laughs> and Bucky, by the way, happy belated birthday. Bucky from the Righteous Brothers had a birthday. T.O. songs. Bachman
4: Turner uh, Overdrive. I prefer BTS to BTO <laughs>
5: <laughs> which is bigger BTO fans or BTS taking fans taking care
4: of business that's, yes. that's got it. it I got it yeah yeah I go with BTS especially this morning I'm so excited because um, uh, V, Jin, Jimin and Jungkook from BTS are co- collabing with Benny Blanco and they're gonna they they teased a song that's coming out and then there's talk about that Snoop Dogg that long awaited collab with BTS and Snoop Dogg for, for a group that's supposed to be on quote unquote quote, hiatus. They are far from going on hiatus. They got a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah,
5: they're doing something with the World's Fair in 2030, I saw. They signed yep. on to ambassadors or Their something.
4: ambassadors. J-Hope's going to be... Uh, he's got a killer album out right now. He's going to be at Lollapalooza. JK, he just put out that single with Charlie Puth. Like, th- this is the... This is the least hiatus, hiatus of any hiatus to ever hiatus.
5: <laughs> Who has the best fans or, or best fandom? Because there was an article on Billboard's website, and I was looking at it, and it had they had a competition looking for the biggest fan army is what they were looking for, and they they had to crown the winner. So I was reading the article, I was thinking it'd be all kinds of fans, but it looked like it was just they had sixty four K pop groups of fans, mm-hmm. and they're trying to determine the biggest, and it came down to the fans of Stay. In Aten? Am I saying that right? Aten? 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 Aten. Yeah. So is their fans against each other.
4: Not not Stay. Stray Kids. The, their fandom's called Stay. Oh, okay. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, Stray so, Kids are, yeah, you're talking about. So
5: Stay is the fandom for Stray a- Kids? And
4: Aten is the fandom for a group called SB19.
5: Okay, so there are two. Look at you. There are two fandoms going at it for number one. Okay. And then the Stay army, according to this poll, was the winner
4: stray kids are huge. they had a huge album uh that came out this year ordinary I, th- I we talked about it uh on the show you talked about it it was like the number one album uh for a while there so stray kids are are absolutely huge I'm not familiar with eight AT- uh with this SB-19 that much but I do know that the the name the the A-10 is a play on words it's so it's SB-19 and that's supposed to be like a 18 which is before that and okay. then they also said A-10 means ours it's a Filipino word for ours And they explained that they wanted to share their success with their fans. So a is ours. These are our fans.
5: Who has the biggest fandom or most passionate fans out there? Let's kind of like open up even outside of music. But who would win, though, between the Stray Kids, their fans? Against the passionate fans of the Stray Cats. Stray (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh
3: Cats.
5: The cats, as <laughs> the they're called. Stray cats. The cats. The cats from the 80s. Stray kids I against the stray know. cats. Who's going to win? That's
4: tough. That's tough. Uh, I, what are the stray cats um, fandom called? Cats. The cats. Oh, just the, the cats. cats yeah. Not the, the cats. Ki- the kittens. No no no, 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 no. Just the cats. Uh, i I'm going to have to go with the the Stays, the the Stray Kids. Uh, I, I, it's a tough one. It's tough, but I'm going to have to go with that. Well, what about the fans of BTS, ARMY, uh-huh. and the fans of BTO? Ooh. <laughs> the businessmen, they're called. Taking care of business. Taking care of business? So you got ARMY versus businessmen. Who wins on that one?
5: Oh, my gosh. Legions of BTO fans, too, from the 70s. They're pretty passionate. Oh, we have some... This... You BTS?
2: Yeah.
5: Sold out four shows at Allegiant Stadium, or
2: oh
4: yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: oh BTO baby! No way, Army
2: forever, Army forever. B- <laughs> BTO would sell out Allegiant Stadium
5: four nights in a row. They couldn't even sell out a section.
4: Okay, so you got you had the uh SB19 uh-huh. uh their fans their, the Aten and then you also have the Blink182 fans. Ooh. What are Blink182 fans? I'm going with numbers here.
5: Blink182 fans. The Blinkies?
4: Blink182 fandom name. They're called the uh they don't really have a name. <laughs> Let's just give them a name. Um yeah, what'd you say? The Blinkies. The Blinkies. The Blinkies. <laughs> Yeah, or, or uh, I would call them blinks, but that's for Blackpink, so we can't call them that. So yeah, blinkies. Who wins oh, on that one? Blinkies. I would just personally go with that, just because I don't know too much about SP. Okay,
5: Blackpink <laughs> is the the all female K-pop group, right? Right. Yeah,
4: yes, there's many of them, but they're one of them.
5: Okay, so Blackpink or Spice Girls, who has a bigger fandom?
4: Oh man, oh, I would say Blackpink. I think they have a bigger fandom. Uh, as much as I love the Spice Girls, I think Steph, you're you're. I consider you a blink. Do you think they have a bigger fandom?
2: Uh, th- compared to the Spice Girls, yeah. it's tough. right? It is tough, but I I think that I think that Blackpink might might be a little bit bigger right now.
4: And they're making their comeback too. There there's a huge comeback coming for them. So it's going to be next bigger. month, right? Yeah. The album comes out. Yeah.
5: Let me pull you two ladies on this. You have Harry Styles fans. In this world are okay. his fans called the Harrys?
4: Uh,
5: Which is bigger, Harry Styles fans or um, the Stylers? The Stylers or Harry Chapin Carpenter?
2: <laughs> are you serious?
4: The Harry Styles of the 70s. Or the Carpenters.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: the Stylers or the Carpenters? I, I'm going to go with the Stylers on that one. Same, Mercedes. I'm sorry <laughs> for is the Harry?
5: Carpenters. Is it Harry Chapin or did I add the Carpenter? I don't know why I thought his name was Harry Chapin Carpenter.
4: I thought that was Cat Stevens.
5: No, I'd it's mislabeled that. in the system. It's not, it's not Cat Stevens that sings that song. That's a, it's a, what is it? That's a Mandela effect. Many people think that really? song is Cat Stevens. It's Harry Chapin.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm Googling it now. Yeah, come on. The Harry's uh, Harry versus Harry on this one wow sorry Chapins yeah I guess that doesn't work uh well you forgot
4: Harry Reid oh. <laughs> the airport and I like the airport we have the best airport out there <laughs> <laughs>
2: King of the Harrys. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. Do prince King... Harry. Oh. Prince Harry. Come on. Can't forget about the prince.
5: Wasn't there a Harry Harry Dean Anderson was the judge on Night Court?
2: Okay,
4: I'll give you that. I, I don't know if that's a fact. Or but... was that MacGyver? I think you're right. Harry Houdini. Oh,
5: Harry Houdini. Harry
4: Potter. Oh! Come on!
5: Harry Potter's got to beat Harry Styles fans, don't you think? There's more Potter fans than there are Styles fans.
4: Yeah. Harry. Oh, you said said Harry. You said Harry, Prince Harry. Gosh, I can't think of any other Harrys. Harry S. Truman. Are you Googling it? (laughs) Yeah. How'd you know that? I'm already on Harrys on here, so I'm just going to keep it. Oh, I know one. Who? Harry Belafonte.
2: Oh, <laughs> I have audio uh, of yeah. that
5: somewhere. Mercedes has been a fan for years of Harry Belafonte. Harry
4: Belafonte. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we got the lead coming up next. So what do you have for us?
4: Okay, we are going to talk about this new study that tells us is the old adage "Happy wife, happy life." Is that actually true? We'll talk about that also. A shocking amount of people watch this while they are at work. Wait until you hear what that is. And we missed this story in the last Hot 3. We're going to get to it on this one. A 62-year-old man has $500,000 worth of this stolen from him. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the Hot 3. Hot 3.
3: It's time for the Mercedes
5: Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed.
4: You know the old saying, happy wife, happy life. A lot of people are really annoyed by that song, uh, by that saying, but science confirms it's actually true. There's a new study out that finds that marital bliss is strongly linked to whether or not the woman in the relationship is happy. Researchers looked at almost 400 couples to see how the woman's satisfaction affects the happiness or misery of the relationship overall, and they determined that in general, men tend to be happier in their relationships than women, but in terms of overall life satisfaction, how the wives feel about the marriage directly contributes to whether their husband is happy or not. If she's miserable... The whole relationship may be bad, but on the flip side, if the husband is miserable, the relationship tends to suffer a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> they they say that the reason happy wife, happy life is true is because a, a happy wife tends to be more willing to try to please. If a wife's happy in her marriage, she's going to try hard to create a positive experience for her husband. And on top of that, when women are unhappy, they're much more likely to talk about it and even be confrontational about it while men just... Tend to sit and seethe silently. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I used to say that expression a lot. I think the expression is stupid now, but I do, I do believe, I don't say it, but I do believe in the philosophy. I, but I just, I could, if I was gay and married to a man, I would want my happy husband, happy husband. What did Bl- you <laughs> <blusband>. <laughs> I would just want my partner. I, I, I take joy in seeing Laura happy and i but i still want to find my happiness and be happy with things in my life and i do have a lot of happy things that 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 make me happy in my life so it's, it's kind of a nice balance but i do just there's something about her laugh and just seeing joy in her eyes when she's happy that does make me happy seeing that
4: i do i do get this i'm trying to think you know with in our situation if i'm upset I tend to suck the air out of the room <laughs> if my husband's upset ah oh, we'll 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 make it better like i yeah, I'll find a way to make him not upset, and mm-hmm. he, he gets over it fast, but it takes a lot for him to make me get over something fast, or actually he can't do it. I have to do it on my own terms so i I do understand this philosophy behind it. I think you guys are more likely if something bothers you, you just kind of sit on it and just you well know, whatever you, you're not really like dwelling on it as much.
5: Does Matt listen to you? Like if you're in a bad no. mood, you come home, and, <laughs> you come home in a mood. Does he try to solve the problem or does he just, is he just like a sounding board for you?
4: He, th- this is our one. This is our biggest topic of contention in our relationship. He, he is a fixer like a lot of men are. But if he asks like, what's wrong? What happened? And I start telling him, he keeps jumping in and cutting me off and i'm like you have to let me finish what i'm saying but he he's like i'm sorry i just get excited i'll be like yeah you won't believe today uh our boss did that wait why did let me tell you exactly what happened and he's like no let me finish my story like he doesn't let me finish Mm -hmm. and that is frustrating We'll... Thank you for sitting there and listening to me oh, because I could see you. I could see you trying not to speak, and I really do appreciate that chewing on my tongue. <laughs> but
5: once you do get everything out, is it more "let me fix it" or "I'm here for you, Mercedes"? If you need anything, that's a, you know. Bad situation you're in. I'm sure things will pass, but if you need anything, just let me know, honey.
4: He is tr- he tries to fix them, either that or he just goes off on that on the person. Uh, that person's a jerk. Oh, oh, oh. I'm like, now you're making me more mad. I just wanted you to listen to me.
5: That took me a long time to get that, just to be, there are situations where I, where I, I want to be the fixer. Like, I think I can step in and be the fixer, but there's other situations where I just need to be the listener, and it's so much easier just being the listener, yeah. but I, I play that role. Like, okay, let me just hear you out. And, and and there are times where I'll try to fix it and she's like, I just need to vent. I'm like, okay, cool. And then carry on. I'm here. Uh, I'm your sounding board.
4: That's that's good if you're able to do that. Sometimes that's easier said than done. Yes,
5: it
3: is. And someone
4: just texted us, happy spouse, happy house. I like that. Beautiful. That is really good. Okay, uh, also this morning. So um, this is interesting. What are your coworkers doing behind your back? A new survey shows that 60% of workers watch adult content at work.
5: At work?
4: At work. It says um it, we think that uh if someone's accessing porn at work, they are somehow oh boy, I can't read that. Um this is uh it, mm. Okay, so they just said that a lot of people are doing it for stress relief or coping mechanisms uh that it becomes a way of coping with the mundane at work or the unpleasant reality of their job. And especially with working from home, that meant more freedom around the clock. And with it came wandering minds. So more than half of people working from home, admit to watching adult videos on their devices that are used for work. That would be bad.
5: Yeah. I I don't watch it. I just, I stopped watching it. Um, but I can honestly say I've never watched it at the office
4: did you ever watch it when you were working from home
5: no Mm -mm. it's been years five six seven eight years since i watched an adult film i just stopped i'm like what's the point i I just stopped watching it this is not for me anymore nothing against it but it's not
4: it's not my it's not my thing yeah we know what your thing was we talked about that what was my thing when you watched (laughs) clowns
5: No, mine wasn't the clowns. It was the I borrowed someone else's, the co-worker. It was a three-tape swap between you, between Matt, myself, and someone else. And it was that third person in the loop. He had, he had clown stuff.
4: And how creepy is that that you guys used to train <laughs> your adult videos? You used to have trains. We would. That is the creepiest thing I've ever heard of. And I told you and I got mad. My ma- husband was a part of that. He was.
5: But I got mad at Matt because he gave me like you know the, some Playboy stuff where women's just taking a shower. I'm like, okay. <laughs>
4: Hey, it did take a lot for that. <laughs> it was the sensuality of it all, okay? I said him something. He came back crying. Like, what is this? I know. He was like, Clowns. JC's <laughs> so weird, Clowns. I wasn't the Clown and guy. There was a piece of duct tape on your on your tape. Like It was just, I learned so much about you, that and you didn't rewind it. I so rewound it. Exactly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was the one that always said, You have to rewind. You have to rewind. Because that third person in the mix didn't rewind, and I put it in, and it was the Clowns. I'm like, dude, (laughs) you're the clown guy.
4: I I gotta get to this story (laughs) finally this morning. Does it seem like your kid has hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in Pokemon cards? Well, they better get a solid anti-theft system because check this out. There's a man in South Carolina named Christopher Poliduro, and he is a huge Pokemon collector. And you know he's serious because he is 62 years old, and he even keeps his cards in a temperature-controlled room. But last week, Christopher called the police and said that part of his collection was stolen. The police report said the cards were valued at half a billion dollars, but Christopher said the cops made a mistake and it was more like five hundred thousand dollars. How is it worth five hundred thousand dollars? Well, that's more than Christopher's house, first of all. Among the things he's missing are three unopened boxes of first edition cards. Yeah, it it happened sometime in the past year. Christopher says the only people who were in that room within the past nine months were workers with an HVAC company. So police are investigating that situation.
5: What's the thing then right now? Because the garbage pill kids, Pokemon, all that stuff is, is worth money. What's the thing right now that we should go buy like a box of?
4: I I feel like Pokemon is still huge. Um so i if you could find a first edition oh yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah if you could uh-huh. find that
5: stuff but is there something that's for sale right now that's going to be a collector's item in five years ten years and we just go buy
4: i don't know my daughter collects all these k-pop group cards and they're a lot of these are valuable she's been offered money she has a trading account i wouldn't say they're as valuable as pokemon cards though i don't know what is the big thing right now
5: selling my stock and buying k-pop treats what are they called trinkets <laughs> treats
4: True. what what do you call just it's, the cards oh. yeah you have to buy albums to get the cards oh yeah i don't know hey are right. roommates into k-pop uh no but i was looking at who they follow and one of them uh does like lisa from blackpink okay <laughs> i was looking at who they follow to tell what they're into and stuff oh i was hardcore oh like, that's good <laughs> trying to figure UND, them out yeah. yeah it's mix
5: 94.1 mercedes in the morning
4: all we need is go all night.
5: would you consider that one of the songs in the summer
4: um, I would put that on the short list. I, I, d- I don't think it is the song of the summer, but it definitely has that summer 2022 vibe to it for sure. Falls into the top 10 category, maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. We had that conversation yesterday and we never really came up with a definitive no. answer, but there was someone that, that texted us afterwards and they mentioned, uh, Nikki, your sunroof. And that's a great song too. We didn't even think about that one. That's
5: a feel good song. And then what's the one we just played last hour? Uh, female, right after Dope Cameron. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's That's a good good song. song. Yeah, so much good music out right now. And you know, of course, we'll play it all for you. So um, we have some good songs coming up, too. So don't go anywhere. We were talking earlier this morning about um, my daughter. She got her roommate assignments for college. And I... I did say roommates. She, she has two roommates this year. She's living in a triple apparently. And so we were, I think we were all really surprised yeah. by that. We expected just one, but she's got two roommates and they seem really nice and, and really sweet. And it was just coincidence that I ran across this shortly after and i i'm looking at this article i'm like oh my gosh i have completely failed as a parent i am I, i've taught my kid none of these things the list is kitchen skills every college bound teen should know and not only have i not taught my child these i don't know how to do all of these things I, i'm going to na- go down this list and and tell me if you know how to do these things okay okay K- kitchen skills Every college-bound teen should know. Do you know how to do these things? The first one is how to cut an avocado. Can you cut an avocado?
5: I can, yes.
4: What's your technique? Explain.
5: I get the knife out, and I go long ways, slice it around the edge, and then pop it open. And we, with our wedding registry, got an avocado slicer, and it has this round thing at the end, so I can little I can pop that seed out there, Put the pop the thing out in the center, and then I can use the avocado little slicer, scoops in there. It brings that evenly slices of, of, of avocado.
4: I love, the way I do it is I, yeah, I cut it long ways, but then I stab the seed with the, the knife that I used. I, that's my favorite way to get it. I stab it and then pull it out. And then um, I use like a spoon. To Scoop. spoon out Scoop. the yeah. rest of it. That's good. Okay, so I've never taught her how to cut an avocado. It she, seems easy, though. I think I can put an avocado yeah. in
5: front of Sophie, and she wouldn't like smash it with her hands.
4: She doesn't... <laughs> open up! <laughs> she doesn't really like avocados, so that's why I've never taught her that. Okay. Um, proper knife skills. I cut things... Like Kendall Jenner cuts things. I'm like, oh, the other night I was opening a package with scissors and I was all cr- crisscrossing. My husband goes, you look like Kendall Jenner trying to open this package. I'm like, I don't know. Teaching kids how to chop, how to hold a knife, how to properly use the claw when chopping. What does that even mean? So you don't cut yourself as a good... Oh, do you put your hands in a claw? Is that what you're supposed to do so you don't cut off your fingers? Oh, if you're
5: holding like an onion or something, use your fingers as a claw and don't drape your fingers over the onion when you slice it?
4: Can any chefs confirm that? What is the claw, properly using the claw? See, I don't have proper knife skills. I don't know. I just cut.
5: I, I would just cut too. But then when I went into college, I had many cooking classes because I was a hotel major and, and actually at first a hotel restaurant major and we had cooking classes. And I remember the the knife is an extension of your finger or maybe mm-hmm. your hand. Chefs, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know. It's just an extension. But Laura's like you. I'd, I was hanging up these blackout shades in her office, and I needed scissors to cut the shades, and she's at her desk. I'm like, do you have scissors? She goes, yeah. She grabs a pair of scissors, and she hands them to me, like, sharp side the blade facing out. Like, that's not how you hand scissors to people. You, you hold the blade so it's shut, and you hand it to me with a handle sticking out.
4: That's how you hold scissors if you're married to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Here, fall on these. <laughs> how to grill a steak. Never taught my kid how to grill a steak. She doesn't really eat that much red meat, um, but I even feel like I, I could use a lesson or two. Do you know how to properly grill a steak? Like, If I say I want a steak and I want it medium rare, would you know when to take it off?
5: Not without cutting it open. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing. Even cutting, cooking chicken on the grill, I'm always like cutting stuff open. I know it's bad because the juices and everything comes out. I just want to see how it looks in the center. And going into college, I've I never used a grill. Going into college,
4: they say how to the key to keep is keeping things simple. Don't add oil to the meat before grilling. Only add salt and pepper when it comes off the grill. Then let the steak rest for five to ten minutes in a warm oven or the microwave before cutting into it. Eh. See, I'm failing on on all of these except the avocado how to cook a simple pasta dish that I can do. And that, I have not taught her how to do, I should probably do that. Can you sim- do a simple pasta? Dish? Yes.
5: Boil water and throw the pasta in.
4: Yeah. But like a dish, I like oh, I can no. make a, a, I'll, I'll take um, butter and I'll put some garlic in there and some white wine and I'll, I'll, I'll get that all nice and going and then I'll boil the pasta. Then I'll throw some shrimp in that white wine mixture. And then when that's done, I'll pour that over the pasta and then we have a nice like scampi.
5: Ooh, that's good. It's easy. Yeah, it's like it is. five ingredients. I would make my mom used to make us buttered noodles a lot. That was a treat. It would just be some kind of noodles <laughs> and you dump butter in there. I loved butter noodles when I was up a, as a kid. There
4: was this uh, dish we had. It was called buttered noodles. Mercedes your mom made butter noodles. Oh, it was a treat. I
5: put so much salt on that. And so I remember going into college at UNLV, I would make my mom's buttered noodles. I just get the noodles, drain them, bunch of butter in there, put some salt. Oh, it was so
4: good. Remember world famous buttered noodles like that. Like that's not Every mom's go-to, <laughs> but uh, we don't have time to make yeah, I'll just make you some butter noodles. I thought noodles. it was fancy. Ooh, we oh. having butter noodles tonight, yes. <laughs> um, and some of the other things on here, how to buy seafood, how to make a smoothie, how to cook eggs, and how to order an impressive but inexpensive bottle of wine. Those are all, they say, they're all kitchen skills every college-bound teen should know. Were you ordering
5: wine in college?
4: I didn't even start drinking wine until I had my first kid. I, you know, I, I was like, I didn't even like wine. after the
5: child was born, right? Yeah,
4: I was like, beer, you know, vodka, whatever. And then I was like, oh, okay, wine's a little classier.
5: My only one, my first wine is at I Alvino, so still a student, but but I wasn't paying attention. I just went to whatever booth had the shortest line. And the biggest pores. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: Keep them coming.
5: Keep them coming. So good. Well, again, Sophie, some skills. She's got a month to pick them up.
4: Oh, it's not going to (laughs) happen. That's wishful thinking. (laughs) It's Mix 94.1.
3: If it's big now or if it's about to break, we got you. Get the top trending stories right now with What's Trending on Mix 94.1.
4: Drake is trending this morning. His brand new home apparently already had an unwanted visitor. Cops arrested a man there who claimed the rapper was his dad. LAPD says that officers were called to his Beverly Hills. Adjacent. Adjacent. Yes. Mansion. Not in Beverly Hills. It's next to Beverly Hills. And uh, they called last Friday after an employee saw someone near the pool house. They questioned the 23 year old who claimed that, 35-year-old Drake was his dad, and he was just waiting for him to come home. But obviously, cops were not buying it. The man was arrested for misdemeanor trespassing. He never made it inside the house. Drake actually paid $75 million for the estate a few months back. He bought the property from singer Robbie Williams. Um, he wasn't home during the incident. He's been spending some time in Sweden, where apparently he had a run-in of his own with police. His team first denied the rumors about this Alleged marijuana related run in, but he recently posted a document on his Instagram and it was titled information for those suspected of a crime and subsequently detained. So not sure exactly what happened on that one.
5: The Beverly Hills adjacent thing. That's why don't they just say the town that it's in. And there's actually a New York Times article about this. Why is everything adjacent now? Um, it's a real estate talk where they say Beverly Hills adjacent in- indicates that a property isn't actually in Beverly Hills, but close enough.
4: So they can still charge you the Beverly Hills money, but they have to say, they have to be honest in their selling.
5: That should be the spinoff show. Beverly Hills 90210 adjacent.
4: Yeah. Anthem adjacent. (laughs) Uh, Summerlin adjacent. Summerlin adjacent. (laughs) Southern Highlands adjacent. Start using uh, that here. I, I love it. Also trending this morning is Toys or Macy's and Toys R Us. Toys R Us is making a comeback this holiday shopping season. Macy's announced the toy store brand is going to be in every one of its locations in time for Christmas shopping. The in-store Toys R Us shops are going to vary in size from one thousand to ten thousand square feet. Um, the Toys R Us brand has tried a number of comebacks since it closed all of its stores in 2018 due to bankruptcy, but the Macy's locations are going to start to open later this month, and the plans are to have them all open by October 15th. Between October 15th through October 23rd, Macy's stores are going to also host nine days of in-store events of the shops, including family-friendly activities, daily giveaways from brands like Barbie, Lego, and more, so it's good to see Toys R Us is coming back.
5: Yeah, That excites me. I'll I'll go check them out. There's something about being around toys and stuff. It just takes away The pressures of life and stresses brings back to your childhood.
4: Was there a song, a Toys R Us song? Did it go, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us Mm -hmm. kid. There's so many things in Toys R Us that I can play with. But then I don't remember how it goes after that.
5: Yeah, the whole thing is you're a Toys R Us kid. That was your gimmick, right? And do you remember what the mascot's name was? Jeffrey. Jeffrey the giraffe. Yes. Yeah, Uh, yeah.
4: Was there a kangaroo one?
5: uh, Lionel Kitty City. Oh, was, Lionel
4: Play World for us.
5: Oh, okay, yeah, it was the Play World, yeah. And that was uh, Lionel Kitty City turned that frown upside down. And the end of the commercial be a frown, and then the kangaroo will be jumping on the frown, and we'll turn it upside down into a smile. <laughs> Violet Kitty City.
4: <laughs> you kangaroo, you're so heavy, you turned our frown into I know. A... Wow, you really did. <laughs> How violent. Don't pound my frown out of my face. Just tell me something nice, yeah. kangaroo. Oh, that's funny. Okay, finally, this morning, KFC is trending. They're testing a new chicken nugget at a few locations around Charlotte, North Carolina. Don't you think they should test this in Kentucky if it's KFC? <laughs> I don't understand. But it, it, if people like them, they'll probably make them go nationwide. They're replacing their popcorn chicken chicken that they've been selling on and off since 1992 so if you're a popcorn chicken fan be forewarned uh kfc's head chef talked about the new nuggets and they said that they are actually a direct response to millennials and gen zers who refuse to eat chicken off the bone apparently it's a thing it's an issue young people just don't like bone-in chicken maybe because it Reminds them that it came from a living, breathing animal, but it sounds like the new nuggets are supposed to taste more like the KFC original recipe fried chicken and less like their chicken tenders. They're also moving towards more on the go options in general, the type of thing you can eat with one hand and then use your phone with the other. They're trying to make eating convenient. And that is what's trending.
5: It is is Mix94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning.
4: And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. We are headed out. J-Love is on the way next, getting you through your work day. Make sure you're listening tomorrow. We'll have more tickets for you to come with us to the Las Vegas Aces game Saturday night. They're playing the Los Angeles Sparks. We are all going. It's going to be a great time. We'll have those tickets for you tomorrow morning in the 6 o'clock hour? Yeah, yeah it's tomorrow 6. 6 yeah. Hour. Mm-hmm. yeah, so make sure you're listening for that and more Lumineers tickets for you in the 8 o'clock hour. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. <sighs>
5: this morning I got a speeding ticket and I'll trying to figure out how I could have avoided it. I see. I've got a shirt hanging over the banister, and Laura's got a pair of pants. I said, you know what? Let me just throw that shirt in my closet and fold those pair of pants for her. So I did that. That's maybe, what, 30 seconds? So I started going through my mind. Like, if I didn't do that this mm-hmm. morning, 30 seconds, I would have made a different spot on the 215. I would have caught a stoplight, but you know what? And, and also, if it. you
4: wouldn't have sped, you wouldn't have got to I know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you got to go back to that, if you Mercedes. you want go no. back to that. Let's find every other reason why I got joking. pulled over. I'm- you tried to warn me. You did, my friend. It's I It's all right.
4: It. I mean, dang, I just wish I was five minutes earlier. Or not even, like, before you left. Like, hey, watch out. And this, you make fun of me for having a radar detector? It's true. You make fun of me? I had the... <laughs> <laughs>
3: going
4: on. I'm like, oh, no, JC's going to come through here, and look what happened. <laughs>
5: when I was getting pulled over, I'm like, this is gold. I just literally passed Mercedes on the 215. I
4: know she's yeah, behind like, me right later, now. Yeah, you're like, later, sucker. And then, And I drove away laughing. I'm like, hee-hee. I gave the double bird out the window. Hey, loser! (laughs)
5: Like, eat my dust. (laughs) Well, that'll do it for show number 1660 of Mercedes in the Morning.
3: Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow
0: morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.